Welcome to the Spinner's Lit Pinball Podcast. I'm your host, Spencer Klingen. Uh, tonight is episode 25, and the episode title is, I just forgot, so I have to look at my cheat sheet. House of Horrors, Dinosaurs, Clear Coat, oh my. And with us tonight Lover. is the round table. Uh, to my left is my lovely wife, Marianne Rusty. Hello. And Kendra. Hello. Who's still recovering from gallbladder surgery and who uh, it braved the braved the, the soreness to come out with us tonight. And uh, we have Brian. Hello. Alex. What's up, everybody? And Dan. Yo. And uh, we're going to jump right into it, but I'm going to adjust the volume because I'm getting a really high volume output here. And I don't want you guys to get your, uh, get your speaker completely blown out. There we go. So anyway. Yeah, the cool, cool, smooth jazz cool. bar voices. There you go. Sit so let's start off oh, with yeah. some uh, cool pinball news. Golden State Pinball Festival uh, presented the check uh, a couple of weeks back to the WOW World of Wonders Science and Technology Museum. Uh, and it's a museum and uh, learning center, if you will, in Lodi, California for uh, – $27,000 and change. Uh, somebody want to pull up the exact number for me? I did not do all my homework. Um, how many days until the next? You know what? That's how bad That's how bad I am. I haven't done my homework. I had such a busy... I, I know. I know. I know. I, you know, it, it's, it's been a busy hell of a work week. It's been too long since we've done an episode. And honestly, I've been just trying to get one out and uh, i can pull that up real quick here Twenty six thousand eight hundred and forty dollars okay twenty six thousand eight hundred and forty dollars where did you find that donated to the wow museum on the pin side thread i posted it two weeks ago oh yeah that's right everybody joined the golden state pinball festival facebook page there we go it is the direct source for all everything 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 you know about the Golden State Pinball Festival. Especially that when Camp Silverball comes available, oh my, that goes yeah. fast. And that's Don't, the best way to Do not to get hesitate. It. Okay, so we're 244 days from the Golden State Pinball Festival of 2020. Woo! That's yeah. coming Woo! There you go. That's coming up in May. So we're going to jump right into more news again. How many days are we from Pinagogo? Uh, we are what? Uh, you know, I didn't count the days, like two weeks. It's a. Uh, uh, actually, it's uh, October 11th, 12th, and 13th. That's the uh, three, weeks. Uh, three weeks. Yeah, the original Pinagogo still running. Just changed the time of year and the dates. Uh, it's uh, October 11th, 12th, and 13th uh, coming up next month. And that, of course, is in Dixon, California. Dixon Mayfair. In Dixon, Dixon Mayfair. Hey, everybody. We are big Golden State fans here. But Pinagogo is still a great show. And, and we would love to see everybody in Northern California turn out and support it. Absolutely. There are no hatchets. All the no. axes have been buried. Yeah. Everyone is cool with each other. And they're not buried in anybody's back. There you go. No, and you know, I wanted That's to point out I wanted guys. to point out too this the similar kind of <laughs> similar kind of deal going on. I believe you have to contact the uh, vendors. But um, Chris Coons, winner of the coveted Steve Charlotte Spirit Award of 2019, Ooh. will be there. And uh, so if you want to order a Stern or a Jersey Jack game, have it delivered to the show and probably get a little bit better pricing, uh, reach out to the pinball pirate Chris Coons. And if you're looking for a Houdini, there's still some new in box. 
and or a uh, yeah or a Oktoberfest. <laughs> um, you can uh, reach out to uh, Don Hiley at uh, was it as Don's Custom Service. Yeah, I think that's what it is. Don's Custom Service. Yeah, me too. Um, also, the dinner this year. Uh, go to Pinagogo, the website. I think it's pinagogo.org. I don't know. Yeah. I looked at it earlier today. Just type in Pinagogo. And uh, the dinner is Friday night, and that's still at the same place. Buds. No, not Cattleman's. Buds. 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 Good food, good atmosphere, uh, good friendship there. And the uh, they've got the med Buds. They've got the menu. And it's, it's a really good varied menu. Have a couple, three choices of uh, food on the menu. It's thirty-five bucks, and if you buy dinner, you get one of those coveted Pinagogo Black Knight Challenge coins. Um, so the, the the cool thing about Pinagogo for your family, and the cool thing about the, how they've restructured Pinagogo is it's gone back more so to its roots. There's no tournament now, and that that's okay. It's back to one building, but it's got that small atmosphere of its humble beginnings. There's plenty of games to play. Uh, you're going to run into a lot of old friends, make some new ones. Uh, you know, the vendors are going to be there. The people are bringing pinball. I believe Cliffy will be there. I don't have that documented for a fact, but um, I believe he probably will. Um, and, you know, so you pick up parts, hang with the bros and sisters, play some pinball, and... Um, you know, go to the longest running show west of the Mississippi. So, Pinagogo, and that's October 11th, 12th, and 13th at the Dixon Mayfair in Dixon, California. So, check that out, fellow pinheads. Um, and you know, the same month, uh, uh, Pinballix was coming up. I didn't even do a ride upon it this time. I've had so much going on, but you guys know what it is. You know, Pinball Expo. So, just type in Pinball Expo, Google it. You know what it is coming up in October. Uh, hey, next up is the new Elvira game. Elvira's House of, House of Horrors. Horrors. House of Horrors. Yes. Um, there's two. Uh, well, there was a teaser video that didn't show any bit of the game. And that was, you know. Three. Just, Three. Well, there's, but yeah, there was that original video. There's a teaser video. There's two different gameplay videos. One highlights some of the features. Um, check those out if you haven't seen it yet. It's got a full three-dimensional toy haunted house or haunted mansion on it uh it's got you know of course two ramps it's got a coffin that opens up or is it a coffin or it's like a box like, like a, a crate box like a crate yeah. that opens up on the left ramp return that'll, that'll and flaps up it catches balls and then it puts them into a lock for a multi-ball the house at the main entryway has another ramp you can shoot up in the house and the top of the house is a turret that spins and it diverts them all different areas. You've got a back door skill shot that goes behind the mansion. Uh, that center ramp. Oh, uh, yeah, it's a, a, a la Funhouse, if you know behind Rudy's head, that secret skill shot. Um, you guys are terrible. I love you guys. So um, it's got a drop target that goes into the garage. For garage multi-ball? It's, yeah, for garage multi-ball. Uh, the ramp, the center ramp at the house. Right. Retarded. The center ramp lifts up, uh, and you shoot it under there. Um, to the right of the house, it's got a crypt, the Deadhead family, and that does all kinds of cool, cool stuff. stuff yeah. And it also shoots out. Uh, it's got an actual subway. Haven't seen that on a game in who knows how long. 
um, and it's going to shoot out the right and go over to the yes. left targets that you hit. And, and also, it's going to have what twenty something, like almost oh, close to thirty different classic B horror films. It's going to have actual film clips. It's um, it's just really cool looking, man. A lot of people say it resembles Medieval Madness because of the mansion yeah, and they're the right. castle. And they're right. But, I mean, you know what, man? It looks freaking cool. I can't so wait to play it. It's going to have... Elvira's Medieval Madness. It's going to have great Elvira <laughs> humor. It's gonna, it, it has clips from Santa Claus Conquers the Martians, one of my all-time favorite bad B-movies. The okay? Satanic Rites of Dracula. That right? I mean, Manos, the Manos. Hands of Fate. Jinx. You know, yeah. I mean, it's going to have all this cool stuff. It's going to be real cool. Now, there is no pro version. So, uh, you know, it's that premium LE limited edition. And, and not signature, not super LE this time, but a signature, a signature LE. Edition. I, honestly, folks, if you don't care about all that, that you know, window dressing, because none of it's on the play field. Every play field is going to be the same. All going to have the same play field features. If, if, if that doesn't matter to you and you can, and you got the coin, pick up a premium, man. But you know what? Get out and play one. Um, I, I'm real excited. I think everybody here is real excited. None of us have played it yet. Um, I, I, I do think that that chest off to the side is kind of all of Jersey Jack's Pirates of the Caribbean almost. Well, they had something. But yeah, they had something similar on Scared Stiff, but it didn't collect balls. And yeah, you're right, that is homage. similar. Yeah, it's a homage. It just Elvira opened. Is definitely it opened up during balls. the multi ball. was a coffin. There was a little monster in there. Right. So. It just you know the first thing I thought when I saw it, of course, was on Scared Stiff. No, you put balls in the crate on Scared Stiff. No, not the crate. The little coffin to the side of the the left or turn ramp. Oh yeah, during the multi ball. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the stiff. In the coffin! Right, right. Hey, that's me! Hey, that's oh, me. <laughs> Which is I'll great. get him up. Right. That's, yeah, so... And, and, and I'd like to do a shout-out to Cassandra Peterson, Elvira herself, for just uh, four days past her 68th birthday. And hubba, hubba, hubba. She still looks great. Yeah. Happy birthday, Miss Cassandra Peterson. She seems one more. Salute. <laughs> oh, and uh, just so you know, we have uh, prices starting at $7,899. All the way up to $9,599, depending on which edition nope, you No, that's $9,995 is the, the, the LE. Right. The Super LE is fifteen grand. Oh. But you get a piece of Elvira's uh, couch with that. Well, I heard if you want a signature LE and you haven't already ordered it. Too late. Too late. late. It's They're gone. over. I heard the LEs are pretty much all gone, too, so... You get a premium. You're gonna have a fun game. You're gonna have a blast. Well, whether you spend eight thousand or ten thousand, it looks like a really fun game. And we're all we're all very excited to play it. So, yeah, the hope is that when it, you know, I guess they're gonna drop it at Expo, and that's where people are gonna get to see it for the first time. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the hope is that yeah, it'll be well. There's supposed to be shipping in a week or two, so you may see it at least you know somewhere. At somebody's house before that, I but yeah, I Expo's, Expo, but Expo's you know, well, Expo's what three weeks away, four weeks, four um, weeks away, fifteenth to the seventeenth, fifteenth, sixteenth, seventeenth, eighteenth. So it's four days, yeah. So it's four weeks, a month away ish. So just about a month away. Um, yeah, and of course it's got the same team on it that's been on the other two Elvira games. Dennis Norman on on lead design and. Uh, uh, Greg Ferreras on art, and and he did, I, I heard a great interview with him. He did help on some of the design features. 
and of course did all the art for it and then of course the uh incomparable Lyman sheets on code you know it's gonna be good come on people yeah. eventually eventually Lyman's, oh yeah Lyman's code's amazing but it does take some time so so anybody else got anything to add about the the first uh first impressions of the Elvira game I think it's gonna be a pretty big hit it's basically a Batman 66 boutique game yeah the boutique version of Bat 66. Right. If Batman 66 is, it is a show. boutique game. Yeah. It's, but yeah, it's, uh, it's, uh, a boutique it's in, it's in that same, it's in that same, right. It's in that same vein. So of course, they'll make, it, they'll make it, they'll make it, just like with Batman, they'll make an unlimited run of the premiums. I don't know if they still operate as this, but it used to be that Frerez and Nordman were whiz-bang, whiz-bang pinball. Yeah. And, you know, the Kapow is the company that does, uh, like, Batman 66. And they do right. They do slot machines and like that. Right. So it's, for it's us, kind of working for Stern now. Right. It's kind of like Stern's, you know. Remember, high, Dennis high Norman label? did that layout, like, two years ago. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's just been kind of sitting on the back burner until uh, it's been ready to go. So if nobody else has anything on that, because, you know, none of us have played it yet, but it, we're, it's news, and we're all excited about it. Uh, let's jump right into a game that almost everyone here has played. Kendra's been uh, recuperating and resting from her surgery. So, uh, Taking trips back to the emergency room. There you go, right? Uh, but the new Elvira, or the Elvira game, we just talked about that. The new Jurassic Park, the new Stern Jurassic Park game. So I think everybody in our group tonight has played it at least once. Alex was playing it earlier today, right? I was playing it uh, last night, Thursday night. Thursday night. Um, Rusty and I have played the pro. All of us have played the pro here, except for Kendra. And don't feel bad, sweetie. We'll take you out to play once you feel better. Um, first impressions. Really <laughs> I'm going to go backwards and start and let Dan start with first impressions. Well, God, now none of us are going to talk. I know. <laughs> have I got that? Uh, it's a pinball machine. Dan's, <laughs> Dan's had a rough day. He's uh, he got he got his butt handed to him at a uh, uh, Folsom League Finals, and him and I have been playing musical chairs and money laundering for different friends for pinball machines for the last week. Um, <laughs> God, what are they gonna want next? What are we gonna want next? Um, Elvira, Elvira, right? I slept out here. Yeah, you know, it's the tender administrations of Spencer. <laughs> Really make this podcast worth doing. <laughs> but we waited. <laughs> you just got you just got humiliated in front of all your friends, Dad. What are you gonna do now? Thanks. <laughs> you know, it's actually really good. Um, shoots really, really nice. Uh, the rules are obviously super, super early, so they're coming long. Uh, the lack of clips and whatnot doesn't hurt it. I mean. Uh, Brian and I went out and played it, uh, had a really good time. The one we played was still really early code. Like, it didn't have the match sequence or anything like that. I'm sure that Alex has a little bit more up-to-date impressions. But I had fun. It's definitely a game that uh, I can't wait for uh, a little bit more time on it. Maybe if I find one at an arcade that I spend a lot of time at or if uh, we get one in a local home. There you go. Yeah, the arcade you spend the most time at is your garage, dude. So well, <laughs> I'm not getting one in my garage, but I, you know, I, I, I Two travel. Weeks later, and Two weeks later, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I travel and play. You get a call at like eleven at night. Fucker, come and help me. I just bought a Jurassic Park. Exactly. I need some help uh, unboxing. So oh, right, what, you, what did you think of it, Alex? Well, gee, Dan, nice, nice to plug. That was uh, I loved Jurassic Park. 
I think Jurassic Park could be uh, it's a two for two game that Keith Elwin did, just like Iron Maiden. I think he's hit another home run for Stern right off the bat right there. I love the shots on the game. Brian was mentioning that there was this cool similar shot that's like Earthshaker with the upper flipper that's to the right of right corner of the ramp where the ball goes. That shot's pretty cool. There's a bunch of T-Rex modes in the game. There's just so much cool stuff in this game. And I'm looking forward to playing a premium alley too. I've only played a pro. Uh, the code was still early, both the places I played it at. Um, but I feel like, you know, when they update it and everything, it'll be a good playing game. You know what's super dope? That shot he's talking about, the uh, sugar shot, that helix that it comes off of. Yeah. Like, that is so cool. Yeah, was, yes, the spinning. It was really nice to see that a shot that hasn't been used since a System 11 made its way back. It's a mirror shot, but it's still the same shot. Thank you, Keith Allen. And it's it's fun. Absolutely. Uh, like Dan said, we went to go play it at Blind Pig, and it's a fun game. I played five and a half hours. It's at the Blind Pig. It's a fun oh, game. Wow. The, the art's great. You know, it, 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 it is too bad they shot. couldn't get a couple of quotes in there from the movie. <laughs> Yeah, like, but he's not I would saying just, is on one quarter. Yeah. Like, I would just, I would just love it if they had, like, the quote, <laughs> like said, during a ball save, it would say, like, Jeff Goldman, like, ah, my life uh, finds a way, and it kicks the ball back out. Right. Or, you know, I know they have the quote, but it's not Samuel L. Jackson saying, you know, hold on to your butt. It's too bad they couldn't get it, but it's still a fun game that doesn't detract from it anyway whatsoever. It's fun. Yeah. Like Alex, I'm looking forward to playing a premium slash LE, because I've seen the videos of the Raptor pit. And that just and looks really cool. The T Rex, and it's a it's a good game. It's fun. You know, I don't have anything bad to say about it. Have you watched any video, Kendra? Just when it first came out, right. um, not much. I really don't have anything to say about it. Rusty, you and I went and played it at Uncle Vito's Kendra Pizza Parlor. Yeah, usually my my um, awesome super skill of being able to do really well at a game I've never played before failed me horribly on this game. I couldn't, the shots are, are, are relatively tight. They're, well, that and I'm a really bad aim. But uh, they're relatively tight. There is lots to do. There's lots to shoot at. And um, it's, uh, the play field itself, very busy. Lots of colors, lots of stuff, lots of lights, lots to look at. Um, so mainly all you kind of want to do is focus in on as many ramps as you possibly can. Um, uh, the uh, left side of the machine is a little bit harder to access. The, everything kind of wants to go right way. Um, and uh, uh, and there's a little truck that spins in the upper upper quadrant of the uh, the upper right quadrant of the game. And that tends to get in the way <laughs> when you're trying to shoot first up and you're whacking that stupid truck and it's spinning around. Um, like Brian was saying, it's it, it's it's relatively you know comparing to the data east it, it's relatively generic jurassic park there, there's nothing that makes it you know, stand out incredibly as being you know special or um it, it looks like it's trying to blend all the jurassic stories together um, which is hard to do because we have a, a lot of time to cover and uh, uh, you know and the original jurassic park being a a, a big fan favorite um so you have, uh, what was his name, Nedry? Yeah. yeah so he, he, he's very prominent in the thing. Um, but for the most part, a good game. Uh, it does, it 
looks like it, it's a game for well for the the eh player like me who's not overly good. It needs uh, you, you need a lot of one on one quality time with it. Oh, and its base its starting base price is five thousand nine hundred ninety nine dollars for the pro model, and it goes up from there for the premium slash LE. Ah, uh, the more you get, the more. So yeah, we all we've all only played the pro models so far. There's two on location: one in Sacramento area, one at the Blind Pig, and one at Uncle Vito's Pizza. Pinballmap.com, folks.com. Pinballmap. Um, look in your neighborhood. Look in your town. See if there's one on location near you. Or see if there's one on location near your neighbor's garage. There you go. Find your local bar. There you go. Or a pizza joint. Um, my take on it. Uh, Keith Allen's second game, like others have stated already, absolutely knocked it out of the park. Um, I'm a huge Iron Maiden fan. So Iron Maiden theme-wise resonates with me, you know, really well. And I love the game. I love the shots. I love everything about that game. I think it, it's just absolutely a grand slam. With that said, um, I don't have any, you know, axe to grind with Jurassic Park. I enjoy the movies and all, but I'm not like a huge mega fan. Um, you know, and I don't hate it either. Uh, I think it's uh, Jurassic Park is a step up as far as layout and, and shot matrix and the smoothness uh there's it, it's i i so far i found it to be a great balance game as far as really you know pretty easy shots and some shots are a little tougher but even the tough shots nothing's you know impossible um you know it's got a, a good balance of, of ease and more difficult shots um one of the things that impressed me most is it's very 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 fast but controllable to a point, you know, it's a pinball machine, you know, but I found it to be uh, fairly easy to regain control, but you got to really, because uh, when you launch the ball, it comes right back to the right flipper, which, um, you know, it feeds directly to the right flipper at, at uh, ball launch, and then you have a skill shot at the left ramp, which turns into a skill, because it uh, when you hit the left ramp, it feeds back to the left flipper, which in turn, you can shoot the right ramp, and get a uh, super skill. Skill, super skill shot. So you get a skill shot, super shot, skill shot combo. Now the right ramp feeds back to the upper right flipper, where if you time it right, you can bank it over and hit the little um, what is it, inverted ramp, which feeds back to the left field for each side of the the, the uh, play field on the ramp returns has uh, like a little side ramp shot. And it's a uh, uh, it's an inverted ramp, you know, where it does like a little 180 up onto the habit trail back to the flippers. I was never I was able to get the skill shot, super skill shot, a couple times. After that, I was never able to hit that third shot off there for the three way combo, super duper skill shot or whatever. I was able to make the shot other times. Um, fantastic flow, lots to do, fun shots. Um, I think, man, if you got a shaker motor in that game, that's a game that needs a shaker motor. Uh, you know, the artwork's good. Yeah, it doesn't have clips from the movie. Eh, they've done a nice job without having the assets from the movies as far as film clips and call-outs. Um, I think overall it's going to uh, have long legs, do very well, and as the code gets updated, I think it's going to be a great game for the novice player who walks into a, you know, a pizza place or whatever says, oh, cool, Jurassic Park, I'll play this, and they'll have fun. And, and then for the more seasoned player at home and the competitive player too. I think it's going to do well in all those aspects. Um, just overall, man, first impressions of that game. It is really, really good. Solid everything. 
um, you know, check it out as fast as you can. Put put a few bucks into one, and if you got the coin, man, you could do a lot worse. I would definitely say that's one to have at home. That's my first impressions. Everybody else's first impressions of Jurassic Park. Um, we're going to go into a bit of a drama. Some of you that may not follow. Yeah, right. Uh, may not follow Pinside or uh, Jurassic Park. Right, right. Uh, pirates. Yeah, and Pirates and Wonka and Deadpool. If you don't follow Pinside or Facebook pinball groups or uh, Rec Games Pinball, uh rgb um you probably may not know about it and and trust me if you're not following these you probably have a more fulfilling life (laughs) um but uh there's been a a a lot of drama a lot of talk in the last few weeks about clear coding issues and uh um you know clear code is what what seals the the play field makes it more durable you know protects the artwork and the inserts and everything else so as far as I know, the current process is a two-step process where they mix uh, a clear coat with a hardening agent. And so you have to mix these one-to-one ratio. Well, some of the clear coats have been coming out too hard, and they, they chip, and they crack very early, like within weeks of owning a new game. And a bunch of others have been uh, too soft, and they're having pooling around posts where it, the posts are sinking into the clear coat and pulling up, especially around the slingshots. This has been the case with some Jersey Jack games. Pirates of the Caribbean, this first started, and now it's going on with uh, Willy Wonka's. Stern's had the same issue with Iron Maidens, a few Deadpools, uh, a few of the Jurassic Parks. They've put both Jack, Jersey Jack pinball and Stern pinball have put washers underneath the post, they kind of evenly distributes the weight. They both say they're working on it. Now, I don't, I don't know who, who uh, I've, I've been told that Stern's doing their own in-house play fields now. Um, Jersey Jackets, all their play fields from Mirko. If you're familiar with Mirko, they're a, uh, a company somewhere out of Europe. Germany. Germany. And they make, and then for several years, they made reproduction play fields. Uh, to put in, you know, games or replace a, a worn and bad playfield, and I've uh, got a few friends that have gotten their reproduction playfields for different games. Our good friend uh, Adam Pressler um, got a Funhouse one a couple of years ago and put that in his Funhouse, and it's beautiful, and it's held, uh, it's holding up perfect on league nights and and league finals and tournaments. It's beautiful. I've seen other people put their their playfields in games, and they're beautiful, and they look great, and they hold up. But apparently they're having some issues. So, and I, I, I don't know the full story, so I'm not going to go deep into the details of it. But the guy at Mirko uh, has just been kind of, from what I understand, just kind of trying to, you know, run from that issue as fast as he can. And I'll just say this, man: you, you in the past put out a fantastic product. I hope you continue to do so. Uh, my only advice would be fix this, fix it quickly, make it right with your customers, and you'll continue to have customers because. Um, you're not the only game in town, man. There's a couple, three other folks. Uh, one of them being CPR, they're doing reproduction play fields. And um, Jack, I know Jersey Jack oh, quite a bit. Um, we spent some time together. He's a good dude. And I know he's going to make it right. I know the guys at Stern are going to make it right. They're all good professional people that care about their customers. But it's been a, a, a source of uh, discontent. Yeah, amongst the ranks of pinball owners because we spend a lot of money on these games and a lot of money and time to keep them nice. So 
Uh, anybody else got thoughts on on uh, clear coat? You know, I, it's on my maiden. It's not bad. You know, I look at it, it's in a couple of posts, and it's like, well, I have it. Oh, well. You know, I'm in the boat, same boat with a bunch of other people. The game plays. I don't have – it's not bad. Plays great. I can play it. Yeah. And it's not chipping off, and I'm not I'm not effing with it, trying to – I'm not screwing with it. So right. whenever I shop it out, then I'll worry about it. For right now, I'm just going to play it. Uh, but I've seen games that do have it, like the Jurassic Park and um, Flying Pig had it. In some spots, it was pretty bad. Yeah. Uh, mine's pretty good. Jeff's Pirates has it, and it looks and like it doesn't look awful to me. Yeah. But I get the idea of being very upset that you dropped, you know, five thousand on up on this game, and it's having these these goofy issues. Right. But I'm not going to really lose sleep over it. Um, See, I think that's a great attitude to have. Play the game, have fun with it. In five years, you'll drop a new playfield into it. Yeah, I won't even do. You know, there's already people who have come up with some really interesting fixes. There's a gentleman who got a vinyl repair tool and is using it to warm it up and flatten it out. I saw that. Like it's working. So I'm like, yeah. there's, there's people out there who have figured out ways to fix it, you know, and of course, since it is a chemical thing, it's never going to fully harden. Right. You know, that's just the nature of the beast. No Iron Maiden joke there. Um, <laughs> but it, it, it is what it is. Right you know, it, if you want a new game and you don't want to deal with the soft clear coat, well, yeah, you're a little bit limited. Right. Get yourself a a game a remake or a Houdini or an Oktoberfest or whatever, but yeah, it, it is what it is. Yeah, the other companies don't seem to be having that issue. They're not using Mirko for the playfields, right? The, but neither is Stern apparently. You know, I I think you look at it like this. You know, Brian is the only person who I know. Actually, I guess I do know other people who have newer games, but I haven't looked at them. But who I have like the first hand under the glass experience with his game to sort of say, hey, this problem will affect me because I own more older games. And, you know, he's a second owner, unfortunately. Um, But if he bought that game new from the factory, I would be like, hey, man, we need to be jumping on on Stern's desk and finding out what they're going to do to make this right, and it had better be something good. Um, You know, I've I've been, you know, flirting with new inbox for a few years, and it's one of those things where, you know, when I finally spring for the new Unbox game and I spend seventy five hundred, eight thousand bucks, you know, I don't expect perfection. I don't. I know that I might get that game out of the package and the flippers might not work. The drop targets might be, you know, wiggy. Everything's gonna need adjustment. I understand it's pinball. But we've been doing play fields right for a long time. Right. You know, we've had play fields that work. Too well, almost, for a long time. Dude, look at my surf champ, and that yeah. thing's 40 years old. You Why know? are we in a situation 40, now? Four years old. Are you done yet? Go ahead. <laughs> Why are we in a situation now? If you want today, I wouldn't be fucking with you. <laughs> I think you just need to go back and do a Then why don't you let me talk? Every time you get me talking, you run over me, dude. I'm sorry. This is pissing me off. Okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Okay, go ahead. I'm serious. I know, I know. Go ahead. It's bullshit. Fix the fucking play fields. You know, there's no reason they shouldn't be working. They've been working fine for a long time. Why can't you do it now? If it's Mirko, which it might not be, fine. There was a very interesting uh, Loser Kid podcast today where they had Chris Hutchins on, and he had a lot of uh, interesting things to say about 
industrial clear coats, uh, doing them in quantity versus the automotive clear coats that he uses for one-offs, uh, cure time versus hardening time. Uh, you know, there's a lot more to it than I think a lot of us give it credit for. But, you know, the play fields are one thing that for most of Stern's existence haven't been a problem. You know, Jurassic Park, not Jurassic Park, Lord of the Ring play fields. Yeah, they had some registration issues. You know, that was because they screen printed them. They still hold up. Simpsons Pinball Party playfields are holding up. Austin Powers playfields holding up. Spider-Man playfields are holding up. You know, why now are we seeing chipping and breaking on the new generation of games? Obviously, something in the last two years has changed significantly. You know, figure out what that is. And if Stern brings them in-house, you know, maybe, maybe that solves the problem, you know, at the cost of slower production, higher cost. So, you know, more... More, more better play fields, please. My guess is they went with some new clear coat formula to save money. That's what I was thinking, and, too. Yeah. Or, or it could have been because of the environmental restrictions, depending on where they're made. It could be that, too. Yeah. But we got people here now who clear coat their own play fields and don't have this issue. Right. Granted, yeah, it's one-on-one. -on -one. You're, right. you're doing one. You're not doing 20000 or whatever. But I would almost guarantee that they changed something in the formula to save money you know god knows how much or how little per play field and they just they gotta come up with a either go back to a different formula or come up with something that's not going to have this issue because dan's right you know you can go look at these old diamond plate even the prototype diamond play fields like the x7 or whatever it was called like in the bonds run it held up great right i'm like you guys have all seen my world win and that's a 200 run diamond plated play field and it looks amazing you look at like all your guys's games or mine okay the 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 black rose i mean and that thing you know and that, that thing's notorious for having wear around uh around the cannon and it it has no wear yeah it's you know? they, they need to figure out they need to come up with a viable okay we've, we've fucked up on this formula we're going back to the old one Okay, right. we're going to lose 20 cents a game or whatever. What I don't understand is why nobody's finding out who did all the diamond plate play fields and have them make the damn play fields. Or at least, hey, if you're not making them anymore, not business, can we buy your recipe from you? Well, they do address that. Uh, Chris Hutchins addresses that. And, you know, there are environmental concerns. You know, we right. can't use the same kinds of solvents that we were using in the 90s. We can't use the same kind of materials. Um, my first impression was that they were going with softer clear coat to speed production because that way they don't have to be quite as careful. You know, they can slap the game together. Uh, it's going to cure while it's en route. It should be hard enough by the time that it hits the end user. Uh, does anyone else here watch 8-Bit Pit? Yeah. Yeah, Drew. Drew's been a guest so, on the show. So we watched Drewster make an unfortunate mistake when he was assembling his atoms. And he pounded on the play field. He was putting like a T-nut or something in, and he cracked his clear coat. That sucks, right? Like, that is a heartbreaker. Um, well, imagine you're a company like Stern, and you've got a factory full of semi-skilled workers assembling 500 of these play fields. A week. Yeah, a week. Like, how do you say, hey, we're going to make it easier for these guys to whack these things together and have less play fields defect? Okay. That makes perfect sense. Goes into that was just... You know, and I was like, oh, man, maybe they were trying to do something because I don't think that it's going to save them money. You know, I mean, that's a possibility. But I mean, clear coat, 
clear coat's clear coat, right? You're going to load it in the gun. You're going to spray it. What Chris said that was really interesting was, uh, like, you know, he can use a clear coat that hardens in 20 minutes. But if you're doing industrial level, let's say you're doing 100 play fields, you don't have that luxury because you have to spray all those play fields basically in one shot or you have to keep reloading your guns, all of which are just going to up, up the time. Right. Mirko has spoken at length about the fact that he has a fairly automated process. Um, and maybe when he's doing uh, Jersey Jack play fields on you know a scale where he's doing hundreds at a time, he uses a different formula than when he's doing his uh, repros. Right, because he's going to do, what, 200 repros, and he's going to do 2,000 for Jersey Jack. Well, I don't know if Jack's ordering 2,000 playfields at a time. But, but Well, but, you know, it's going to be a lot more than, say, if he's doing a, a, a bonsai run playfield. Right, but it's all speculation because we don't know what size batches. First of all, we don't know if it's Mirko, but it's probably Mirko. Um, but we don't know what size batches he's doing. We don't know what kind of material. Well, that's what I've been doing. told that Jersey Jack's getting his playfield. That's right, but, I mean, we don't know for sure if that's even the problem. Right. You know, I hope I like Mirko's. I mean, I got you too. I really want a lot of Mirko shit, right? And so now I'm sort of like, ah, I well, don't know I, if I want to spend a thousand dollars on playfields for my black you know, knight and then have them. You suck. do, right? I, I, I do, but yeah, I, I'm, in, so, I'm, in, yeah, the same, I'm it, in the same boat. Like you said, it it throws doubt on his product, right? And he's a guy who you know has has been slanging some product. You know, he's put out a lot of very desirable play fields. Yeah. You know, Creature from the Black Lagoon and Black Knight 2000 and Fun House and all sorts of games right. that all of us love. Right. None of us none of us are going like, you know what? I really don't like, you know, having great parts available for my 30, 40-year-old In all the play fields I've seen of his that people have put in their games, reproduction play fields have been beautiful and have held up well. Everything Adam's, I've Adam's seen Fun House. Hand is, is nice. Yeah. You I've know. heard horror stories, but of course that's because I read about pinball on the internet. So <laughs> someone's always got something bad. To well, happen. that'll learn you. The shit it. that I've seen has been desirable. Agreed. And that fun house is a great example. Yeah. Who made the skateballs? I think that was Mirko also. Mirko, yeah. Those were just just gorgeous. Just gorgeous. They're so good. Yeah. What both Adam and Walt. Fix the play field. Well, didn't Michael just sell his skateball like two days he ago? He sold it. Yeah. Poor Rick. <laughs> he was looking for And then the Adams is getting uh Chris Bannister's doing the the cabinet right now. It's that, got the new Mirko play build. That thing is gonna be What game is this? Skateball. Uh, Adams skateball. skateball. Yeah. So the Mirko playfields we've all seen have been beautiful and perfect and held up. Because I mean, my God, we've been playing that funhouse. It's been to the shows, it's been in all our leagues, it's been in tournaments, it's been in league finals. We play the hell out of that thing, and it's been in there for what a year and a half, two years. But it was, was hand assembled by an enthusiast. Right. You know, with in, love in a yeah, very specific, very specific environment. It wasn't slapped together in a factory, and maybe posts were torqued down too tight. Or maybe it didn't have enough time to get past the hardening and into the curing process. There's a lot of variables in well, this. Well, and you know what, too, is Adam sat problem. on that playfield for probably a year and a half or more before he even put it in the game. Right. And that's one of the interesting points that, that Chris makes, too, in that interview is there's a difference between hardening and curing. Like, the playfields will harden in minutes or days, but curing can take weeks or months or years depending on on what they use and he says the truth is you know it might never fully be cured 
you know, because there can always be a chemical reaction uh, going with the solvents and and what they use and and the release of uh, of uh, moisture and outgassing uh, and stuff. Yeah, classic playfield. When you bought a playfield for I had one. I went sold it, but uh, you know the instructions: (laughs) open it up, get out of all that stuff, let it sit in the open air for forty-five days. I remember recalling something yeah, about that. You, well, that's what wow. Adam's been doing with the spirit play bill for his spirit. He's yep. going to be putting that in in another month or two. Um, really, but it's set for, what, five months in his house? Well, and really, it's opened just, up. you know, it's just like if you lay down concrete, like a patio. You know, you're going to keep that thing. You're going to do what you can to make it cure properly. You know, concrete, you're going to you're going to wet it every day. It'll help, the, you know, it helps slow down the curing process. And a play field. You have to have open air. Let that let it outgas. Let it do its thing, and don't rush it. Right. Now, granted, when you're building a game for to sell, you know, in a giant in a factory. In a factory. Thank you. Right. Yeah, you're gonna. There's gonna be some rush on there. You know, Jersey Jack is like, okay, we got these play fields done. Now we gotta wait for 45 days before we start working on them. No. It's not how it works. Right. You know, there's a, it's, it's different. Right. We got people waving money, and they want their game yesterday. Yeah, they wanted the game two months before we even announced it. Right. You know, and that's that's what that's what you have to deal with. We'll see what happens. You know, like, if worse comes to worse, I'll buy a vinyl repair tool and half-ass my way through it and see what happens. They still play. Play them. Yeah. I, I looked yeah. at it. Dan pointed out. He's like, you got it. Okay, but cool, but Dan, Dan brought up, you brought up such a great point, too, is, you know, you're looking at games that are, you know, 20, 25, 30, 35 years old, and, and they're not having these problems. And was it was it different materials? Was it, you know, because less environmental restrictions? We don't know. We're all speculating. But not even going back that far. I said, look at, look at games from 2010. Right. No, you make Tron. Does Tron have playfield right. problems? No. You know, you does know. ACDC have playfield right. Metallica, problems? Metallica, no. Know, did Metallica have playfield Walking problems? Walking Dead. Walking Dead. Yeah, right, yeah. Just like Star what, Trek. What changed in the last couple years? I mean, we can really narrow it down. I mean, at least, in the last I'm year. sure that Stern, well, but, you know, you're going back. Like, you know, the funny thing is, the problem showed up now. Right. And then you noticed, oh, shit. The problem was here. Like a couple of years look ago. Look at this. Right. You know, I didn't notice this and we didn't know. I think that like, you know, I'm sure Stern, I mean, let's be honest. I'm sure Stern is doing their due diligence. I'm sure that they've dove in. I'm sure that they're figuring out what's going on. There's already revisions of JP. You know, there's already new JP playfields that have circles around oh, all yeah, the inserts right. where there's no, around there's all the no posts where there's no more art. Right. Because maybe it was a problem, you know. What's a big thing that they started doing in the last couple of years? Digital printing, right? They went away from screening, and there's been some speculation that maybe the art's not adhering, like the clear coat's adhering, like it always did. But the art is. But the art isn't, and that's what's causing the bunching, and that's what's causing the cracking. So, you know, they're trying this, you know. Stern's already moved for us. They're already trying a solution. You heard the in-house thing. I hadn't heard the in-house thing. Maybe it's true. I think the downside of the in-house thing is if Stern has to manufacture and produce and clear coat their own play fields, it's going to slow production right down, right. which is probably good for Stern from the standpoint that they'll have like a million, you know, rabid pinheads. Like, ah, I need machines. It'll be great for us on the secondary market because we'll have games that we can sell for more, but it will suck for the new unbox buyer because all of a sudden you'll be waiting for six months. Right. You know, look at the guys who are still waiting for, uh, 
Pleasure. Pleasure. Monster Bash limited editions. They're still waiting, aren't they? They're still waiting. Well, some are. Some have gotten them. And the explanation that Chicago Gaming gave was, look, we're holding the limiteds to the highest possible standards. Play fields that are fine for uh, classics and are fine for whatever the middle edition is. Right. We are not going to put in the, the the limited edition, you know. And I mean, some people were like, "Oh, does that mean that we're getting an ins- uh, you know a lesser product?" Well, the answer is, "Well, yeah, but you're you're paying less six thousand for so a brand just, new in the just, box just, monster bag. Roll with it. Yeah. If the right. looks fine, you're great. Yeah, how can, that's, that's you, know, yeah, how can you argue? You know, Chicago gaming isn't having this issue. Right, and they've so, been making play fields. Neither is American. Neither is American pinball. Right. So it's one of those things where either or Jersey Jack. Well, Jersey is. Yeah, Jersey Jack yeah, is, yeah. I, I think, yeah, I think really it's just it's a powwow thing. Get together. Okay, this is what we're doing. This is what works for us. We need to try that. Or, hey, would you be interested in doing this work for us? And we'll give you X amount of money. You know, if they can do it right, then the information, you know, get together and share it. It would be good for the good of everybody. Everyone's going to be happy. So why not do it? I almost wonder if part of it is, you know, like you've been saying, the mass production, the rush to get it out. They're just not, you know, giving it the higher quality testing. You know, you know, well, it's the kind of problem that doesn't show. Like it doesn't, you throw the thing, right. You throw the thing together and it looks fine and you put it in a box and it looks fine and it gets to the user and it looks fine. Fine, and then about a week later, you really start looking at it. Then you're like, "Oh shit, there's a problem." And Chris, like, uh, just savaged uh, whoever was making the playfields yeah. because he said, "Look, this is something that should have been caught." Like, it's like if they had done on a sandwich and putting it in a Ziploc bag to take to work. Right. If they had done the right testing, they would know about this. And if you've ever seen a Chris Hutchins game which Dan and I got the privilege of playing one just a few weeks ago, uh, a uh, Eight Ball Deluxe. Is it, I, I can't use words to describe it. You have to, you have to see his work in person. It is truly magnificent. That play field is... The, the cabinet, the sexy. back of that back box. It was like, I'm, I'm pulling my head around, looking at it, and go, Dan, you got to see this. And he's like, it's like a black mirror. <laughs> it, it was insanity. <laughs> yeah, it's... My name is Chris Hutchins, and I restore another eight ball for lunch. I make it really nice and call it the John Belushi version. Oh! Oh, hello! <laughs> Get the salty in here. Oh, boy, that's good. I only have one beer. There you go. Time to have another. But you did have Starbucks. There you go. Yeah, okay, so are, are we... Uh, we wrapping up on the 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 clear coat. Thank you for the insight. That was actually really good because I haven't listened to that any of that yet. So I was busy working. So you did your homework. Dan did his homework. I suck. He's awesome. So which is funny a, since you told us all to do our homework. I know. I know. You know. Well, that can, a lot of this stuff kind of came up. You know, like I was talking with Dan. I was talking with Brian. <laughs> Hey, add this in. I'm like, oh, yeah, cool. the bell curve, jerk. No <laughs> shit. <laughs> All right. So, okay. Hey, I killed it. We're up to, well, we already did Pinagogo, so we're skipping over that because we already did it. Uh, trip trip reports. We kind of already did our trip reports, too. Alex, you got anything to add? Um, just go play Jurassic Park at Uncle Vito's and Blind Pig. Pretty much. Both good locations. Have you talked about the new flipper room yet? The new flipper room? Maybe Ben. I have been, yes. It is amazing. 
I haven't been uh, since they re- reopened it. Yeah, we went, we went a couple weeks ago. Uh, we went down to move some games around, and we got to go to the new flipper room. I don't go on trip reports too often. And uh, if, if you if you out. live in the yeah if you live in that you come to the bay constantly. You are a bay. You were there last weekend for a tournament. <laughs> exactly. Um, You're a if, horrible liar and a bad person. You should feel bad. Yeah. <laughs> if you haven't been out to the new flipper room, uh, it's in, in Concord, right? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's so good. Like, and also check out uh, Epidemic Ales. Yep. They, uh, they operate some games there. Yeah. I think um, an Indian and ACDC. Yeah. Mike Moretti has really done it again. This place is even better than his original place. Oh, wow. Uh, so many games, every era. Um, you can get two for a quarter. You can play, you know, cool games like uh, there's Stern Dracula, which was the game of the month, which Alex absolutely destroyed me at. But man, it's fair because he was paying. Um, and yeah. we uh, <laughs> and uh, we got to play Wonka. They had a Wonka there. They have, you know, classics. They have the new stuff. They have art, you know, that you can buy. Beautiful um, art. You know, they have the best. I think that honestly, it is the, you know, you know, controversial statement. I think it's the best location in Northern California. Um, Phoenix Games is out that way, too. Also fantastic. It's in the back of a video game store, which amused me to no end. Uh, and they have a dozen or so machines that are just just beautiful. But uh, if I had to tell you to go one place to play pinball, go to the Flipper Room. Uh, what's their website? Flipperroom.com? Yeah, the yeah go, to, so. go to their Facebook page. There you go. The Flipper Room. Yeah, yeah. I think it's called yeah. Don't Go to FreeGoldWatch.com or I something like that. I've yeah. never been to Free Gold Watch. Me neither. It's good. No, Free me Gold neither. Cool. I want to go, but... Is that it kicks ass. Yeah, uh, it's yeah. good. So. I think the Flipper Room is going to be the new Free Gold Watch. Maybe. Yeah, well, I don't know. Controversial statement. Well, parking's easier at the Flipper Room than it is at Free Gold Watch, True. from what I understand. No, at Free Gold Watch, you park in Oakland. <laughs> Yeah. Take the bar over. Take bar over. Yeah. <laughs> Take bar over, and hope your car is in one piece. There you go. Yeah, that's Sacramento anymore, guys. Uh, <laughs> really, you know. Um, so many new titles coming out so fast. Real yeah. quick, uh, yeah. Uh, we didn't mention this or trip report, but yeah, yeah. Our local coin op was rated what one of the top top ten. That's top true. 10 yeah, yeah. Top ten arcades to visit. So. Yeah, number six. Number, number six. six. So in all of America. In all of America. So, you know, it's cool to have a local place. It, it ranked. It's even cooler. You know, we all know Joe, and we all know he busts his ass to keep that place in tip-top shape. So yes, yeah. You know, shout so, out to Ace yeah. Jedi and uh, Coin Out Barcade. Absolutely. Plus, they've got some fantastic bar food there. They do. Like yeah. it is super legit. And they got great beers too. They got, and they know how to make good good drinks. Yeah, I had a really good. Uh, he got it with uh, that it's really grapefruit, good, grapefruit ale. Ale. That grapefruit, yeah. Isn't that the bomb? the bomb? The French, it's like something French. It's it's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't pronounce. I I literally, I said, I'll have the grapefruit ale because I couldn't pronounce the name of it. It's something French. Yeah, you know. And I'm such the bad so, American. Ale. So, yeah. yeah. So and then when you drink the, the lovely grapefruit ale, you don't care that you're doing so crappy in the tournament. The, the downside of that grapefruit ale is it does <laughs> taste like you could drink like thirty of them. Oh, it's like yeah. it's like squirt. With booze, okay. It's like, it's, 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 thank you. Yes, it's, it's like it's the last bottle and it's already cold. There you go. So, uh, yeah, definitely, absolutely. Joe Abate or Abate, I still don't know for sure. I hope I'm not butchering his name. I do that, uh, but he's just a fantastic guy, a great human being who just celebrated his anniversary with his lovely wife, wife Roxanne. So, congrats to you guys both. 
And uh, I've, I've got our episode written. I've sent it out to him, and then I just haven't got back to him. But I know he's also been down in Temecula yep. setting up the new coin ops. So oh, I've, been leaving, I've been leaving him alone. So when that kind of calms down, I'm going to hit him up again, and he is going to come on the show, and we're going to talk all things pinball. So um, and didn't mean to interrupt all you guys' trip reports and everything else, but you know how I get. So We had to tie um, in the, the coin off thing. Absolutely. Cool. So – Go to Pinball Map if you're in Sacramento area. If you're anywhere, go to Pinball Map. Ask around. Another great thing I'll, I'll uh, lead off with uh, uh, Coin Off is they have all kinds of special, like they have all kinds of happy hours and special parties and events. Uh, you can rent it out for an special event. Mm. They host a second Saturday of the month pinball tournament. It's it's free to join it, free, isn't it? Free to join. Free to That's, join. You got to pay for your games. Pay for your games, yeah. And, and by over twenty one, and then yeah. the be over twenty one, and the last Sunday of every month is free Sunday, and that's coming up a week from tomorrow. That's right, free play Sunday. All the games are free, so go down, play a lot of free games, but buy some food and some drinks. Uh, so you keep the doors open and support local pinball. Um, yeah, if you don't have a place like Coin Op in your town, uh, scream at people to get something going or do it yourself because it's a really fantastic place, not just to play pinball, but get some good food, good drinks, see some cool people, and play some cool video games. So that's Coin Op. And, uh, and then the Flipper Room, yeah, I, I would agree. I haven't been since they moved to the new location, but the old location, they do a bang-up job. The games are in tip-top shape. They're just the, the, the most wonderful people. They really are. Mike so, and Katie are awesome. Yeah, they are just and they're beautiful, lovely family, beautiful kids, and they're really an asset to uh, the pinball hobby and the Northern California pinball community. Okay. Uh, yeah, now we're on to so many new titles coming out so fast. I mean, it literally, I mean, Jurassic Park came out, what, five weeks, six weeks ago? And we're already looking down the barrel at Elvira. Um, Look how fast Jurassic Park came out after Black Knight. Yeah, exactly. Like, what, five, six weeks? So, I mean. And there's a hot rumor that Elvira's not it. I've been hearing rumblings of this, yes. That Stern has another game in the chamber, too. Like, just ready to pull. Just ready to go. And, I mean, it's one of those things where it's like, you don't want to comment on rumors, but where there's smoke, there's fire. Right. Oh, we're doing a Paradise Pinball? Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> I actually have a shout-out uh, yeah, about that. You know, Northern California's largest wildfire is right up in that area. Yeah. Yeah. I actually have a, actually a shout-out about that at the end of the show. So you have I, a shout-out about sorry. wildfires? Uh, uh, I'll, I'll you got a serious problem. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, now, now I have a shout-out for William Shire. Dan, how long ago we just one serious problem? Several, bud. Because I don't follow that crap, but is the what's the next rumor game? Uh, Ninja Turtles. Oh, cool. It would I, seem I, I, that I, I, I was almost thinking you were going to say Voltron. Yeah, it yeah. would seem it would seem that Vault Stern that Stern's Turtles. digging into the vault. I they, was almost sure that they were going to announce a Vault Ghostbusters. I mean, I know that we're getting ahead of ourselves a little. That's bit. That's okay. We'll get to that because of the way that they had Ernie Hudson. Say hey! Yes, there's yes. A big, there's a big thing happening next Wednesday. He was wearing a Ghostbusters costume. And right. Was like, there's no way Ernie Hudson is just going to announce code. You know, they're going to announce a Vault Edition. Has it? They, they didn't. Yes. Right. That's a big thing. But you know what? That's isn't he? Twinkie. Isn't he a fantastic ambassador for pinball? Ernie Hudson. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. And a great actor. Years. You know. And he's done so many great things. He was the the warden in Oz. If you haven't seen Oz, don't let the kids watch it. 
Unless they weren't worried about shankings. And, <laughs> we ain't talking know. about the wizard. Right, hey, exactly. Hey, we're trying to get into that backdoor skill show. Again. Right, exactly. We're getting ahead of ourselves again. Anyway. Yeah, lots of that. So, yeah, uh, so lots of uh, that. Uh, <laughs> Uh, the, well, well, I bring that I bring that you know topic up because you know and uh, it, 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 it would appear I'm going to kind of side note into that topic again. But like we're talking about, if Ninja Turtles coming out because you know there was a Daddy East game some years ago, uh, early early with the small DMD screen, I yeah. believe, yeah. And eh, a lot of people panned it as being too simple and not real innovative or whatever. I it, it hasn't stood the test of time. It, there we go. Perfect. When it came out in the arcade, I played it. It was a simple game. It right. was easy to get an extra ball and a replay on. And it was fun. Yeah, it was fun and it was shallow. Right. Uh, of course, back then, for me, it's like, hey, man, this game's easy to keep the ball out of the outlines in the middle. And yeah, I love it. Right. Play it now, it's like, oh, this is it's simple. There's yeah. nothing wrong with that, of course. But, right. you know, if they are doing another one, I'm really curious. Like, please don't make it like, oh, we're just going to rehash the old one because that's obviously not. Yeah, well, so much more with it. But I would love if it had the subway kick out again. Yeah, yeah, that's a pretty cool feature, actually, uh, when it comes up out of the little sewer. The and little hopefully they get a whole bunch of the old toys that they got from some sweaty nerd to put all the toys with. You know what I felt like when Ninja Turtles came out, like back in, you know, was it 91, 90? Yeah, Something like that. Everybody out of the sewer. Everybody out of the sewer. It'll say that every time. Uh, what was crazy about that really was that I think that for most people, that was probably the first time they saw a DMD. I know that was the first game I ever saw with the Dot Matrix. I saw that before I saw Terminator. And I know Terminator, Terminator, Slackers. Well, I mean, Checkpoint was out, I mean, first, right? Yeah, yeah. they had it. But the they story. made, like, some checkpoints. Ninja Turtles was in arcades. Like, I saw a Ninja Turtles machine when it was new, and I was like, oh, yeah, this is cool. And I was like, you know, it's cool. I mean, it's got action figures on it, and that's kind of lame, but I thought it was a neat game, you know, for 1990, right? It was fun for the house. It was fun for the era, you know. You know it was, but it, it was, was fun. I thought it was a cool game. It, had had a, it, it came you know, out during the time that Ninja Turtles was, you know. Huge. Well, and it was, yes. it was weird. kind of on the heels uh, of the movie. Right? It, yeah, if I remember right, yeah, but it was weird. It yeah, wasn't the Ninja on the movie. It wasn't. It was like it was a really weird cross-up because you had the back glass, which looked more like the comic book than it did the cartoon. But the card, but they had the cartoon toys in there, and you know, if you know the Ninja Turtles stuff, that that and comic book was graphic and violent. It right. wasn't like the cartoon at all, right? So it was a really weird mashup. But it, it like Dan said, it was. For a lot of people, I think you're probably right. It was their first DMD. You know, I remember seeing Checkpoint and Raging Waters and being blown away. It's the first time I saw a DMD. Oh, what the hell is this? Right. Video but, video in a pinball machine. It was like halfway yeah. between the movie. It was the first to have video mode, though. Was yes. it? Yes, it was. But yeah, it was. It was like a, it was like halfway between the movie and the cartoon series. Yeah, it was. It was interesting. It was. It was fun. You know, if you're a novice person, and I, now I see a pattern here with the games. Because okay, we had everybody was like they're gonna read. They're gonna do another Pirates of the Caribbean game. Why? Well, it came out really freaking awesome. Um, and then uh, you know, there's the Guns N' Roses is coming up. And then, you know, Stern, of course, does a third in the, the Black Knight series. But everybody's like, including me, is like, freaking sweet. And then here they are with Jurassic Park, redoing that. And then now Ninja Turtles. Uh, is Elvira. it going to... Uh, Elvira. Elvira, thank you. Another Elvira. You know, but that's been in the pipe for a while. But still, so it's like, we're going back kind of into the well. Kind of, sort of, but not really. It makes perfect sense to what they're doing here. 
Right, because people want those. Well, and they want to see the, updated versions with newer stuff. They do. All the people who remember seeing those in the arcades, you know, are right around my age and Dan's age. You know, right. 40s. Right. Prime buying power for most of us. And they're they're targeting their market. And they're doing it right. And they're doing it perfect. People can, can oh, no, we want original themes, but... No, they don't. People are going to go out and buy. Everybody says they want an original theme is full of shit because every time somebody tries to give them an original theme, they don't want anything to do with it. The 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 only thing that kind of sort of kind of beat around that and has been largely successful for a little more limited run has been Total Nuclear Annihilation because it was so radically different from anything that's been put out in the last fifteen well, years. TNA though is an aberration. It is. Like TNA Agreed. sold to enthusiasts mm -hmm. based on word of mouth. Yeah. And, you know, while they did sell everyone that they made, they made 550. They're actually going to start. They're going to be another run soon. They're they, more orders. They've said that they will make TNA as long as they can make TNA. Yeah. They're going to, they're going to, as soon as they're done or getting close to being done with Alice Cooper, they said they have another run, I believe, of 75. I'm sure they're, I'm sure they're uh, going to be. So they're going to do the Jersey Jack model. They, people are willing to buy it. Yeah. Yeah, look, when, when, when the line's slow, they can pump out yeah. another 50 or 100 of those. And it's a fantastic game. And but, there's no rights concerns. Right. Exactly. As, long as, as long as Denise is cool with them being made, I'm sure Charlie will be happy to make them. And, of course, I'm sure that they're going to have a little uh, run-up time to right. Denise, too. But you bet you brought the best point up as an aberration. Because, I mean, this has been an argument, you know, we've all heard, some of us engage, have engaged in, that everybody says they want an original theme, but they don't. They don't want original themes. Nobody wants They them. want an original theme. They just want an original theme that doesn't suck. Okay. Let's talk about Dialed In, right? Dialed In is a cool game. I like it. Got great shots. Brian likes play. it. I love it. Alex, best player in the room. What do you say? <laughs> like it. Kendra, Dialed In. Have you played it? I've played it. I'll play it if there's, you know, if it's what's there, but it's not my go-to. Right. And what kills it for you? Do you not like how it shoots? No, the the shots are they're fine. It's just it's the theme, honestly. The theme sucks. It's Captain it's, Cell Phone. It's an original theme, but it sucks. And even if you did make a phone based game, don't make one that's ugly and stupid. Right? You know, come on, like that's a cool game. You could have put ten other themes on that game. That yeah. would have made it super yeah, we cool. We just had an idea. Let's, Let's retheme it to Captain Underpants. And so, <laughs> yes! You know. See, that's what the, the cell phone theme would have worked great. It was based more on sending dick pics and nudes and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, there you go, uses a phone for. Send nudes mode. That'd be amazing. <laughs> but no, I mean, yeah, they went with like, yeah, they just, the, the R package should be good, but it has some serious missteps. It has giant, terrible figurines. I mean, am I wrong? No. No. I, no, but I work in the industry and I would love a dialed in just for yucks. But at the same time, I have never looked at that game and been like, oh, it's so good looking. And it's that's not. one of those things that like these days you have to win the art contest. Yeah. And because that game shoots like butter. We're going to get to that. Shoot, it shoots great. fantastic. It's an awesome shooting game. But the theme just. Yeah. Ugh. Like I would have rather seen that being themed towards SimCity. Yeah, because that's when I first played. I was like, this is like SimCity for some reason. It felt yeah. like SimCity 2000. I yeah. mean, and you can tell that Lawler made that game, and he put he put his heart into it. You know, Wonka, cool game, not. 
doesn't feel like it has the passion. Like it feels like he needed to make a game. I need to get more time on it before I make that decision. Yeah, me too. I, well, I, I love the theme. Original theme. I love Oktoberfest. Great. Oh, yeah, that's such a fun game. That right. game. I want to have some alone buttery popcorn, naked one-on-one time with it. Okay, just to sit there and my nipple play. Especially jealous of Oktoberfest. Yeah, yeah. I was like, wait a second, where's my popcorn? I know, huh? But just to sit there and, and get to know so it and, and love it even better. Yeah, oh, but here, but say hi to the studio audience. I like Oktoberfest, too. I mean, I've, played, I've played two games on it, and it's fun. It's a great game. He's all right. <laughs> He's going to disconnect the speaker, but... Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I like Dial In. I like Oktoberfest. I think the team's great. I think everything about that game great. Um, what, Dial In or Oktoberfest? Oktoberfest. I like Dial Dialed In. <laughs> I don't hate the theme of Dialed In, and I get where they were going. Dial Fest. Dial Fest. And I think it shoots great. I need more time on it. Um, but if I was, like, if I had money just to throw down, I'd probably go with an Oktoberfest first. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Yes. Yes. Love Oktoberfest. It's a great shooting so game. So it's not that it's an original theme. It's it's what Dan said. Right. It's, don't it's, be it's a, a, it's a shitty original theme. And that's the thing is like, and don't be refrig- like or refrigerator fest. You know, it's like everyone has a refrigerator. Man, we should make a, a pinball machine based on that. No, that sucks. You're out of mustard. Shoot these four shots. Huh. Mustard okay. back in your if any of our yeah. if any of our twelve listeners, we were just talking about making an original theme <laughs> on Geico. <laughs> Which would be original to an insurance company, but if Domino's, five different types of insurance, if Domino's Pizza can have a pinball machine, Geico needs one. The little lizard guy, just adorable. As a topper too. You know, I had a lizard living in my first fifty. The pinball lizard. And the caveman. The pinball lizard. Caveman multi ball. So simple. Like, you can't so drain simple, the ball for like 30 seconds. Do it. But it's like, let's you go back to like. second ball save. You know, let's go or, back to you when. Know, uh, max the thing. See, none of those are good themes. <laughs> they make me want to throw up. Let's go back to when they did cool ass themes that were just based on just random stuff. Like our extreme. No, that's based on soccer. That sucked. Sorcerer. Sorcerers. Right. Yes. That's a favorite. You know. Love it and Silver Ball. Silver Ball Mania. That's a pinball game. That we talked about that the other day. That's theme is pinball. There's also oh, a no, game I called talk, pinball. I talked I talked to Mike about that. I was okay. talking to Mike, you know. Love it. Dude, have you ever Make played something pinball that like people can get behind and they won't go like Oh, that's lame. You know, nobody wants to admit that they love cell phones. Right. Even though everybody uses their cell phone all the right. time. But, you know, make something cool. People love magic. People love dragons. People love, you know, cars. Yeah, Castles you can knock down. Right. Well, we Trolls. have theater magic, right? 20 goddamn years ago. Now we have Houdini. Is Houdini great? Yes. Is Houdini an original theme? Sure. Yeah. You know, it's, it's not licensed. Houdini is awesome. Did people buy Houdini? No. Why? They suck at pinball. But everybody loved the theme. Yeah. Nobody looks at Houdini and goes, that game is ugly and that game is stupid. People play Houdini and they go, fuck, that game is too hard. Yeah. You know, and that's their fault. You know, well, that and the first year it came out, the, you know, the last year at Pentagogo, I remember 
all of us were waiting in line for God only knows how long to play Houdini, and nine times out of ten, it went down. Yeah, it was well, still the prototype. Was like the was, early yeah. prototype. Yeah. I mean, that should be expected with any prototype. I've played the one at Coinop quite a bit, and I figure out the shots and stuff. They're still tight, but they're they're doable. It's a fun game. I played it when we went to Phoenix Arcade, and like we absolutely oh, dude, fell in love with it. Yeah. Awesome. Like it it was set up right, and yeah, the shots are tight. Yeah. And some of those are weird shots where it's not like you kind of get used to like where the ball has to be on the flipper to make any sort of shot. Right. But if the designers move that ramp or, or that loop or whatever, just a quarter over, it, you lose that muscle memory. So you have to redevelop it. Yeah. And I think for a lot of people, because in Houdini, the shots are just, they feel a little like they're there, but they're not in the place where your muscle memory says, okay, now you need to flip. And I think that's why people find it so difficult because you have to recondition yourself to play that game. That's a good point. You know, um, the um, my Iron Maid's like that for me. I can't hit that right loop shot for anything. I'm still having to retrain my muscle memory to make it. Right. And I like it because it's not just like you can step up to the game brand new and look at it like, oh, I don't know how to do this. I have muscle memory. So when you do hit it sweet, it feels really good. Yeah. It's an accomplishment. Yeah, and the Houdini theme's great. You know, it's, that's, it's an original... Had to get licensed, obviously, because this is Houdini. You know, no, just they did not have to license it. You see, in the free game, talk to his family is or anything. Basically free, and they didn't just say, "Okay, it's magic," and so it's Houdini. They did a great job of turning that game into like a history lesson about Harry Houdini and the shit that he did and yeah, his trick. I really love like, so cool, and I figured that like people should have given that game more of a chance. Yeah, you know, Oktoberfest. That's a cool game. A lot of people didn't dig the theme, but you know, a lot of people got I think that a lot of us understand that it's like, yeah. look, man, there's a lot of people in their forties who like drinking and like festivals, and Oktoberfest is going to work for. You know, both are still, you know, well, they're still they're still running Oktoberfest. They've stopped running Houdini, but they're still, you know, you can still get them on the secondary market. Obviously, you can still get them brand new in the box. So, you know, you haven't missed your chance. I want one someday. Me too. Well, yeah. Some of the, some uh, of the best bang for your buck you can get in a pinball machine is uh, one, in Houdini. One of the things I really love about Houdini, besides the play field, is I love the animations and and the way it really, dra- like Dan was talking about, drags into the history of who Harry Houdini was and what the tricks and stuff that he did. And it really, really, you know, it, it it's an immersive experience that you want from a pinball machine. You know, like well, I was over at Dan's last night. We were playing as medieval. It was completely immersive. I sucked at it, but I I had a decent third ball. So, no, real quick on that Houdini thing. There's I taught it today when I was reading about my the update on the, the thread I follow on Pinside that whoever owns the rights now to the original Houdini thing is now saying they're going to make it. Oh yeah, everyone's taking it with a huge grain of salt, of course, but it'd be interesting to see if that came up. Uh, yeah, that's the original Magic Girl team. Well, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. John Papaduke, I guess. I guess Deadpool's got the rights. Deadpool, I don't know. Not it's Deadpool. just an interesting Deep Root. Thank you. We kind of steer off course, but that's okay because this is a great conversation, um, and everybody's got some great ideas, and my lovely wife, I got to get you an Oktoberfest. Uh, uh, anyway. <laughs> I, I still say we need a Blues Brothers. That would be a great thing, but uh, with with with, with right 
with them coming out with games so fast, my concern is, well, it's going to be great for the secondary market because people are out of room and money. Um, and so they're going to be dumping games. You're starting to see four, five, six-year-old Stearns get into the very low fours. Well, no, no, no. You you're get, yeah, you're get starting to see Pro for $4,000, $4,200. Right. But I mean, and you know, Star Trek's, Walking Dead's all top-notch games, yeah. and now they're getting more close to where I can afford them now, and they're still fairly new. If anyone's looking for a Star Trek Pro in Northern California, by the way, reach out to us because we know someone who's selling one for four thousand bucks. A very nice one, and it's, <laughs> he's a righteous dude. Shout out to Mark Sparky Malmberg. Um, yeah, if you uh, if you're looking for a really nice Star Trek Pro, um, he's got one on the table for what forty three, forty two, forty two. But he'd probably take four. There you go. Don't, um, don't tell him that. I want to buy it. Well, get to it. Um, well, here's, here's the story, right? Games should depreciate. Yes. You know, you don't buy a game thinking it's going to hold its value forever. Hopefully, you take it out of the box, you play it, you put a little wear on it, you know, you turn around, you sell it to the next person. Um, but with more new titles, especially, you know, if you're looking for a Monsters or a Black Knight or shit, even a Beatles, you know, that's where you're going to take your hit because those are the newest titles. They don't have a lot of cachet. They're available. You can still get them. So you're going to save some money there. Um, I don't believe in the concept of the market cannibalizing itself. I think that there are enough pinball buyers at this point that, like, if you released Jurassic Park and then next week you released Elvira, yeah, you might have some people choose one or the other, but I think there are plenty of people who weren't going to buy Jurassic Park that will buy Elvira. There are plenty of people who weren't going to buy Elvira that will buy, you know, whatever Ninja, yeah, Turtles, whatever Ninja Turtles is coming. Right. There are enough people who might buy two of them. Um, you know, operators need variety, like love it or hate it. Like that's true. You don't want to be in a situation where the newest title is Jurassic Park and you go to four locations and guess what? Every single location has Jurassic Park, right? You right. want to go to one location and see Jurassic. You want to go to the other location and see Ninja Turtles. You want to go to the other location right. and see the Elvira. I mean, you want there to be variety out there. That's good for the market. That's good for route players. But more than anything, um, <laughs> you're such a good guy, bud. Oh, my gosh. Um, but more than anything, what you really, really want to see out in the market is you want to see selection. You want to see distributors sitting on top of games that you couldn't get before. I mean, yeah, great. Distributors still have Houdini. You know, the people who bought Houdini by now, they're out there. You know, but I want to see three new Sterns. This is exactly why we waited for you. What you just said was beautiful and brilliant, sir. And it was eloquent. Thank you. That, no, it was. I mean, you make Bud, a great Bud case. is a good dog. Bud, Bud's a great dog. Uh, hi, Bud. Say hi to everybody. Hey, Dan. Do your speech right No, but, but you make such a great point that, that there's variety and that – so there's – the sky's not falling is what you're saying. There should be no chicken little syndrome here. Um the only reason that you are bitching that there are too many titles coming out too fast is because you've got some sort of problem where you feel like you need to buy them all. So in other words, that's not a lie. Life. That's not a lie. That's not a lie. FOMO, bitches. Damn, that's a typical pinball order. 
Right. I ain't saying that you out know, loud. And I, I, I agree. It's nice to have writing be able to go to different places and play different things. I mean, if you look at it right now, like, look, go back, you know, let's go back to the, the, the 90s heyday of Bally Williams uh, together, Gottlieb, Data East, Capcom. Okay, so we had, you know, Bally Williams, so that's one really big company, but producing titles under two brand names, two classic brand names. Gottlieb was still in the game. Data East was putting out you know, some really good titles and Capcom. So we have one, two, three, four, five. Right now we have Stern, Jersey Jack, Spooky Pinball, American Pinball, Chicago Gaming. Uh, who else right now? Oh, Suncoast. Uh, well, we'll get to that, but I mean, they released their first game. Um, look, look, let's do talk about who's shipping games. So we're right up to where the nineties were. And I mean, if you look at it, Stern, it has become now the 800 pound gorilla. They are now the Bally Williams. What, what Bally Williams that's was, a fair thing to you say. know, I mean, they're that they've grown that big. They're, yeah. I, I think that's a very they fair, have, fair thing to say. They're not producing the numbers back then because we're never no. going to hit that again. Yeah, but they are definitely the. Uh, I'd like to know the numbers because I mean, you can't. I mean, in okay, in our little city, you know, in the Sacramento <laughs> metro area, there's what four or five Deadpool's on location. There's that many Ghostbusters easily, still, um, and we got. I mean, we're so lucky for the size of the metro area we are. That we have so many premiums and LEs on location. You can go right now to the Blind Pig and play a Star Trek LE. Yep. You can go down to Coin Off and play uh, a Munster's LE, LE. Uh, uh, Walking Dead premium, premium uh, a Batman 66 LE, LE Houdini's there. Uh, Houdini. Houdini. Um, I mean, there's, you know, Adam's family. They've got a Munster's premium over at uh, the truck stop uh, at a Ghostbusters Pro. Um, 49ers. 49ers, thank you. You know, and there's other places out there. I'm like, uh, I, 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 what's what's the, the, the music place? Holy Diver? Holy, Holy Diver. Diver. They've got three premiums there. Iron Maiden. ACDC. ACDC. Lucy and Metallica. And Metallica Premium. Three premiums. I haven't been there since last November of last year. Yeah, I just checked them on map the other day and they still got those. But I mean, you know, and that's why I was, you know, I, I'm just curious. It's like, wow, are, are we going to hit a wall soon? You know, Dan's, Dan's point was really, I think, spot on. Um, but, you know, it, it, we, we have more coming. We have Deep Root coming up. There's, uh, what are the, what are the, what are the, uh, the, the Celtic guys? Um, Haggis, Haggis Pinball. Haggis Pinball. I mean, there's a couple other, like, foreign companies. And they say that that shit is going to be out in November. Well, we'll wait I and see. Major props to their name because Haggis is one of the most disgusting foods I've ever put. In right, like all Scottish on Drunken Dare. Based on a Drunken yeah. Dare, yeah. You know, but I mean, it's it's it, there's so much to choose from right now. Like, so you think about everything that you could buy, brand new in a box, right now. You've got you can still get Attack from Mars remakes new in the box, I believe. Uh, Brad just bought one, uh, one of the last LEs, by the way. He had to search for a bit for that. Um, but they're still out there. Yeah, he was supposed to stop buying games. Yeah, but he's selling his other one. Yeah, he yeah he sold a few games, but he bought a few more. So I think he's broke even. Um, I think he sold. No, I guess I was like, didn't he sell his Attack from Mars to buy an Attack from Mars? No, he bought the other Attack from Mars. Then he was going to sell. He sold his ACDC. He sold 
his Walking Dead. He sold Strange his Science. Monster Bash. He sold the Strange Science. Yeah, I don't know that, if he that sold was it. That, that was at I the think it was God bless him. I wanted that. Yeah, he wanted too much anyway. But he bought a Beatles. He texted me. He's like, "You got to help me not buy any more games just before Golden State." And then, like Golden State comes along, it's like I bought a, I bought a, what he bought. Oh, last year he bought a, a, a dialed-in LE, and then this year he's like, I was like, I thought you weren't buying more games. He's like, you were supposed to stop me. Yeah, like, I'm going to stop you because I could come over and play him, dumbass. Uh, right? Yeah. I'm going to be like, no, buy three more. So he bought a Beatles. He bought uh, a TNA. Uh, last time I was house, we played some TNA. His place great. But anyway, I'm I'm going way off course here. And right. People, yeah, people are like, Spence, how much you do you have to drink tonight? Of course. You know, right? Yeah, right? <laughs> I think we, I, you know, uh, no, Get but um, arrows for starboard. Yeah, but you know, and 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 the used market is is you know it is it, depreciate it's strong, but they're depreciating a little bit, which I, I agree. I think they they're, should. They're supposed to do, and people need to get past that idea that happened in the hobby what four or five years ago with very select games. When there, you could buy yeah. your game and sit around and flip it right away. Like, when oh, there, yeah, when there weren't enough games. This is not a hobby for speculators. This yeah, is not a hobby for flippers. This is a that's hobby over. for and players. Like, you know, you can look on Craigslist. There's that guy who was sitting on his Deadpool LE, brand new in the box for twelve grand. <laughs> and he's like, Dude, you can, yeah, you're nuts because you can go out and get one used for practically brand new for like four thousand dollars bucks. Yes, you know, right now, just, Mike's got here. Did oh, did that sell? Oh. Mum's the word on that one. Okay. No, it was news. How's Bud's butt cancer doing? Uh, <laughs> it, it's doing okay. But I mean, you know, you know, they, they, there's so much out there to buy now. It's it's absolutely it's almost mind boggling. Yeah. Like, oh, you can still go spend seven grand to get a real nice Indiana Jones, or you can go get yourself like a premium Iron Maiden or a premium Deadpool, right? Or a Houdini or. A ton of stuff. Yeah. Or an Oktoberfest. Exactly. You know, there's, or, you know, 22 EMs or whatever, you know. <laughs> 22 EMs. But the, I, I but the new market is really healthy. And it that's is. kind it's of the crazy healthy. thing is like right now, like you were saying, you can go out and buy a Jurassic Park. Yeah. You can buy, actually, you can buy what, five or six turns easy. Yeah. You know, you can right. buy a Monsters, you can buy a Black Knight, multiple ver multiple versions of all of them. An Iron Maiden. You know, you can still get Oktoberfest, you can still get Alice Cooper, you can still get Houdini. Right. Uh, and, and there's more on the way. Yeah. I don't think, though, you can get a Cosmic Armor. A new one. Yeah. Distributor. Um, I think that they're done. Yeah, well, we're going to get to that um, shortly. Um, are we are we done talking about this? I think so. Speculating and uh, the market's healthy. We've had more companies than we've had since the '90s, and we should all celebrate that. Support location pinball. Um, you know, support your friends. They go out and buy a game, and they invite you over, man. Bring something to eat. Bring something to drink. Thank them. Thank the operators for putting them on location. Thank the people that put on shows. Thank the people that bring the games. Don't leave um, your friend's house a mess. Don't leave your friend's house a mess. Sorry, Adam. Um, yeah. so, well, that's the only reason I left a mess because there's wrestling over there and crap on all over Betty and took, took the lead. There you go. That's the only reason it's messy. There you go. Um, Rusty kills it in pinball league finals at uh, our league finals. That was perfect timing. Beautiful. Man. Level up. Level up. Um, Great place in Campbell, by the way, if you have not been there. Okay, I've uh, got to check that out. 
Yeah, my lovely wife, Rusty Marianne, um, who only got into A Division finals because three or four people didn't show up. Okay, a bunch more than that. I was literally, literally, the only people I was ahead of were people who only showed up one time to leak. Okay, I literally was only ahead yeah, of But those. in fairness, you missed a week, too. But, yeah, you did. but I was playing so bad. I am the most inconsistent player on the planet. Not anymore, you're not. <laughs> no, we just, well, that depends. If you finish dead last next season, then yeah, you'd be right. But if you finish anywhere but that, you're wrong and you're a liar. Well, yeah. <laughs> that's me. Uh, uh, what you played good, you played consistently, you played fair, you played hard, and you took out three of the best players in our league to get up to play uh, place in second, right behind uh, Jeff, who played okay. like a madman all day. Three former champions. Three former Jeff, champions. Jeff is is so good, and he is. Him and I have kind of the same thing. We play for fun. We do our best, and uh, we cheat a lot. Yeah, absolutely. But um, the others who who I managed to to actually beat, which was amazing, are are were the are our superstars. They um, very very good players, and uh, they kind of all went in with the. Oh, it's only Rusty. I'll win. And didn't. Nobody said that. Just Nobody so you said know. that. Nobody yeah. said that. Everybody no. takes everybody seriously right. in our league because it's it's a friendly league. It's a social league. Yeah. She beat three former multiple time champions. Yeah. In our league to to make a run right. at it. Everybody and, and was pulling for Rusty, including Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jeff's a good dude. Jeff is a good dude, and I'm glad we to see you won. And I'm glad to see one. He earned it. He deserved it. It's just like, you know, I, I got beat out by Dan two seasons ago. Dan went on to win. And I was so happy for him. As soon as I was out, I was cheering for Dan. Because, you know, at the end of the day, it's competitive. But we're all, we're all, you know, we're all very close. We're a tight-knit community. We're all very good friends. So, you know, if we lose, we're like, all right, I'll go nurse myself. My I'll go, you know, nurse my wounds of pride at the uh, buffet table, and then it's off to cheer for everybody. It was so funny too because when when Rusty was playing Adam in the back room, uh, or no, Michael, everybody, everybody, like everybody that wasn't actually still playing was all rushed up, squeezing against the door, like ten of us looking to watch uh, watch Rusty just school Michael uh, on uh, counter force. My choice. I chose it. And no, uh, I had to go rusty, first. But I wasn't squeezed in there. I was sitting my happy sore ass on the couch. Yeah, because you had just come out of surgery, what, a week and a half before? If even that. But, yeah. you know, we all always root for each other, you know, and, and we want everybody. It's a good league. It's a great league, man. It's, and it's such a part, a big part of our life. We so look forward to it. And the, it's, you know, have the fun and play the pinball. But it's it's because you got you guys are family to us. We love everybody there, you know. And it's like we look forward to it because we get to see people we love. It's social hour. It's social hour, it's and social it's hour. always exciting to see new blood win. Yeah, you know, and that's one of the things. You know, we're gonna go to interleague this year with new faces. Uh, a new guy won today at the Folsom CCPL. Uh, Kevin going. Kevin Lane. It was his first uh, his first season with us, and uh, he he won. Uh, second place was Rick. Who Rick is? Rick is my boy, the bridge layer. He uh, he always wins, uh, or at least consistently wins. He's super Black good. Uh, you did beat him two seasons the, the ago, Black though. Knight. And you know what? And it was the same thing today, where 
Kevin was walking into a, a hard fight and, and yeah, Rick, you know, Rick didn't have his best games. And uh, Adam, our boy Adam Pressler took third. Uh, he's, he's a double third threat because he also took third in uh, Lodi. So he's 33rd. And he's been eating gym boys. Yeah, and we know that's a performance enhancing food. He's yes. he's he's, uh, he's greased up. And, okay, and I had a win. shitload of gym boys at the last league finals, and I was out like I was like Kramer because you were the master of your domain. It's because you, you know? didn't have the intestinal fortitude <laughs> to handle the gym boys. Well, that's what it is. Right? More I, I got it. Well, then you and I are off to gym boys as soon as we're done recording. Sir. <laughs> you got yeah. Nobody the has the intestinal fortitude for that. Yeah. But it's absolutely fantastic that we're seeing, uh, you know, great, great new players who are are mixing things up in our local leagues. Uh, It was it's as exciting as when you're winning yourself to see somebody who you love as much as Rusty go in the distance. Yeah. And uh, if you had won, that would have been the high point of of my day. She was definitely going for speed. She wasn't all alone, though. All alone, no. all alone in her time of need. Yeah. We were all it, it's also it. great to see people who don't routinely play pinball come in and, you know. Play the SmackDown? Well, you would hope that she routinely plays pinball since she. Well, I'm not talking about, about her mom. Talking about her mom. Oh the, well, no, that was a. Did we? Did we even talk about no. that? No, we haven't no. talked about that. That was hilarious. Okay. <laughs> we'll get. We'll get to that briefly. Her mom was like, so, so we've yeah. got Kevin, who is his first season. Her and- mom is a hustler. That's all there is to it. Her <laughs> mom rolls and they're like, "Oh, I don't really play pinball very much." Bitches leave. It was amazing. You guys ever seen a slide say? And then, and then everybody was all like, oh, da-da-da-da-da, you know, she's so funny and nice. You know, we'll use a card to keep her in the game. And it's like, she's going to destroy you. Okay. Michael was sweating bullets. She, she, uh, if you, okay. So if you don't know, about a, uh, about a month ago, um, uh, Michael. Well, was, was roll for roll initiative. Roll for initiative. Uh, held a ro- uh, Michael Hosier. What, uh, what is the game called? With the stupid cards. Uh, critical critical hit, hit, hit. Critical hit. Okay. The game, so it's the critical a, hit format. Right. It's a critical hit format. If you don't know the format, it's a card game, kind of like Magic the Gathering, but it's based for pinball. And so the cards can deal you good fortune, or they can slap you down real fast. Kendra's mom, uh, Miriam, Came uh, from uh, where her and her husband retired in Panama the to Panama visit. Parisher. And we've all got, you know, a nice open invitation to Panama, which is awesome. And she came and had some fun and participated in the tournament. And she plays pinball on occasion, but she's not into it like we are. But she killed it. She ended up taking fourth in the tournament. And Michael, who uh, uh, is an amazing player, has won several tournaments and several league finals uh over the years and he won that well he ended up winning that day thank you but he did win uh it was it was they gutted it out literally gutted it out on starship troopers any game other than starship troopers she would have had him maybe but she was getting conflicted that that third flipper really was giving her grief because she just she was like i don't know what what is this i don't know what to do with this because she never played the game before and even if you have unless you own that game and play it a lot you forget it's there or you just forget the timing kind of like the magna save on black knight you gotta hit you gotta know that button's there and hit it fast but that's what makes it exciting and wonderful too when somebody you know in both our leagues we're uh we're up to a point where it's anybody's game. Yeah. And everybody is an equal threat. And, you know, even the best players have off days. 
even the mediocre players can have really good days and it makes it more of a challenge and more fun because you just the ball is wild and you never know what's going to happen but also rusty's rusty's done better at league than i have now the bet I've, I've placed third twice i've placed fourth a couple of times um but that's the i've got the two third place trophies up there mine's taller yours is taller because the second place. oh and it has a picture of me riding off to work on my broom because it's halloween uh, theme but i was real proud of her and real happy that she did so well and Yo. uh yeah and you have to remember spencer it's because she's better than you. Uh, you know what? I'm kind of thinking that lately because she's been playing better than me a lot, except on Jurassic Park. She finally said, screw you, Jurassic Park, and went play Deadpool. And uh, <laughs> I stayed on it because it, it, it is a little bit of a tougher shooting game than me. I'm kind of backtracking here. But but congratulations to uh, Marion uh, on a fourth-place finish at their first tournament ever. Um, congratulations, Rusty, on second place. Congratulations to everybody, but like Adam, man, I mean, who both times it just had to slug it out, but managed to pull in a third place, you know, finish at both both areas of league finals. And congratulations to myself for my back to back dead last finishes. Yes. yes. What's I'm sorry, we just said the new guy's name. Kevin. 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 I'm Kevin sorry, Lane. Kevin. Uh, yes. Not not to be confused with Nick Lane and Kevin Manning. Okay. So Kevin Lane. Kevin Lane. Congratulations, sir, on uh, your uh, your triumphant victory today at, at Folsom League Finals. And we will see you at Interleague. And we'll yeah. see you at Interleague. Well, gloves, right? well, okay, I'll be I'll be like, you know uh, touching the game. Though. If I don't if I don't place in the top three this time, I don't get an interleague finals this year. Yeah. But Rusty will be going. No, because you took third. <laughs> no, I didn't. No. Not this season. Are you sure? I I haven't taken third for two seasons, man. That that was a two. That was like four seasons ago and two seasons right. ago. Okay, because or three seasons because two seasons ago I ended up taking fourth when I got knocked out by you. Last season I finished like fifth. What the hell happened with you on Medusa, by the way? When at the last league finals when you and I were playing, I couldn't play for shit. It's it's our seeding game to see where we're finishing off. So it's four losers in the first all, round. All I have to say is the last the last two league playoffs that we had, I lost immediately. Uh, I got beat today by George, who picked three games that I could play. Uh, and then outplayed me quickly on two of them, the one of which was the aforementioned Starship Troopers, which is a game that I don't think I've lost on before, and Jackbot, which just consistently fucks me. Um, Mad at you. Because you, you sold it. But, and then, you know, what happened is just I had every opportunity to win, and it just didn't go my way because that's pinball. I'd been playing ridiculously good casual games. Just crazy good getting to wizard modes putting up high scores like just really having a good time sitting there focusing on games really finding my shots and just getting the competition and just not feeling it now here's the thing right still fun still great times still playing with 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 my pin bros uh no matter how much they piss me off alex um <laughs> but yeah just you know Competition. That's the nature of competition. You have the high highs and you have the low lows. And if you're not having fun when you lose, you don't deserve to have fun when you win. Um, you know, because it's it's not all about that day that you win. It's about you know 
watching this new guy go the distance. It's about watching your buddy try to to win. It's about, you know, consoling your your other buddies who win all the time when they buy out early. Alex, rough day. Sorry, bro. Yeah, um, mutual. You know, thank you. Um, <laughs> he's all like, I actually felt really sorry. I'm like, thanks. That's what I wanted to hear. But yeah, it's uh, it's just one of those things where it's like literally, like if you win all the time, you know, man, that would be really good. But no, if you win all the time, you'd be like Charlie Chain. Yeah, yeah, he's certainly proved that he's a real winner. <laughs> but you know, yeah, it was it was great to see. It was great to see uh, Rusty's run, and maybe maybe next season, which starts on. Thursday, I believe. Yes. Is that this Thursday? Thursday? Yes, it is this Thank Thursday. Thank God, I'm feeding so for pinball. Maybe, maybe this, uh, maybe this season we will watch Rusty make the make the championship. Now you jinxed her because she's just going to totally go into panic. Yeah, she's coming on Thursday. Just kneecap Dan and Dan's like, Why? Why would you kneecap me? <laughs> you jinxed her. Yeah. Now she's going to make Dan do it. Was it Jeff Galuli and take out Rick? <laughs> Missed the exactly. banister this season. Yeah, no banister. Oh, my season. flipper wrist. It's not <laughs> supple anymore. We're a twisted bunch. Where are we? I don't even know where we are we're now. Okay. Right? We're on Rusty Kick's right. ass on Oh, Okay, yeah. So uh, up next, we're uh, going into Ghostbusters Code Update. Which people have been begging for for, my God, what, two years or more? And they got it. And, and they, they still bitch. And they're still bitching. I did anybody else watch the stream? I watched about the first forty five minutes of it and it was late at night. I had to get like five hours of sleep to go to work. So I watched uh, a good amount. What it looks like to me is they've polished it nicely. The rough oh edges. no, it is it is fundamental. It, it seems like he he touched from what I saw, I watched it and I fell asleep. But what I remember seeing, it seems like he touched on a lot of the complaints and fixed them. Yeah. <laughs> and people are still upset. And for some reason, I just don't understand. I haven't that. read any of the threads. And I had to check out. I just, yeah, I didn't bother. You guys, you got almost everything you asked for and you're still unhappy. It so, looks cool. Yeah. Yeah, it does. It looked great. So they, they fixed every exploit. Right. Everybody. Uh, you know the skill shot exploit is fixed. They yep. they took out the whole thing where you can where you can plunge uh, video mode. They compensated by making video mode even more valuable. But since you're not getting on the plunge, you have to earn it. They changed the way that the skill shots work. Right. There's more ball savers for the Fratellis, not the Fratellis. What are they? The Scalari brothers Scalari don't brothers. come out as often. Super jackpots can be ridiculously lucrative. They added, "Are you a god?" They reworked all the wizard modes. Right. They, they fixed the whole automatic ladder thing. They so added can, new music. You can move around. They put in some new tunes. Of course, it ruins the fact that everybody was already using a sound mod, which made the game sound amazing already. I don't see it on the third website. Um, it's supposed to drop early next week. Uh, There's still, they, they a, still couple a couple of bug fixes. Yeah, a, couple yeah. button, a couple button ups to do. Um, it was very comprehensive, and it was it was what it was what people hoped for. Um, we're not going to get to try it immediately because Henry doesn't want to update his machine because he doesn't want to give up his sound mod and have his color DMD not work right. But uh, the exciting thing about it really is, is like I think it's going to transform the Ghostbusters experience. If you hate the play field, it ain't changing the play Wait field. Wait a minute, doesn't Eric still have his Ghostbusters? He might, he might install it in his. I don't know for sure. He, um, 
I don't think he sold it. No, he still has his. You know, Dwight said he can't coat the flippers closer together. <laughs> so, you know, no, that's yeah. not happening. But uh, really, like, you know, I watched that thing pretty, pretty interestingly. The the new wizard modes look fun as shit. Yeah. Like, uh, uh, what's the, are we were, we're ready to believe you. Yeah. Right. Like, the way it works is you basically get... It's almost like the way Royal Madness works, where like everything is lit and you need to hit shots in a certain amount of time. Did you watch this? Mm-hmm. Oh, you'll love this. And as you hit the shots, you get another ball for your multi ball. Or as you hit the shots, you move towards uh, a different nickname. So it's like Rookie, then it's Tex, then it's, you know, Ace, and finally it's like Ghostbuster, uh, Demigod, Lesser God, and God? Question mark. And if you can get all the way through it, almost like scared shit. Sorta of, like the stiffen meter. It starts. Are you a god? Okay. And then are you a god is objective based. Like you have to hit. Like the I did nobody even Elwin didn't get past the first one. But it's like the first one is like you got to hit two combos. <laughs> and then it's going to go through and it's going to run you through undoubtedly other challenges. Right. So it's not just hey here's multiple balls for forty five seconds. Good job. Um, one of the other wizard modes they fixed so that now when you go through it, it takes you through the various scenes of the game oh, sure. in like the order of the movie. Oh, cool. Uh, I'm not sure which one that was. Probably like we came, we saw. Right. Maybe which one. Um, yeah. I mean, they, I mean, they really like just nailed well, this thing. And I mean, I think as a former Ghostbusters owner, uh, you know, and I sold my Ghostbusters to buy Indiana Jones and I don't regret that, but now I'm definitely like, ah. Oh, Oh, I wish well, I still had it. Right, because <laughs> now it's almost shit. like it's like it's a new game, or it's just like an addition to that existing game to where oh, I have I like all game this of Thrones. right. Yeah. I have all this fun yeah. new stuff to do now that to experience. You but know, for all the people who like just fucking venerate Lyman Sheets and just run down Dwight Sullivan. Man, Dwight Sullivan is one of the elite coders in pinball, and he has been for years and years and years. You and I talked about that about a week ago, and we both agreed. Lyman has, Lyman turned in his share of, like, crap-ass, Data East, cookie-cutter codes. I mean, I know it was early in his career. You know, nobody's perfect all the time. Like, you know, realize that everybody's games are going to have a different flavor. If you're pissed off about Monsters now, look, he set out to make the game that he made. I'm sure that eventually he'll revisit Monsters and probably give you guys something else. Game of Thrones has gotten its love. Ghostbusters now has gotten its love. You know, those games are, you know, deep well, and fantastic. And you bring, you know, everybody's bringing up good points tonight, and we're having a great discussion. This is just a blast. I'm loving this. Um, I hope the listeners like it. Um, Fuck them. There we they go. Ain't paying for <laughs> it. Ain't paying for it. Hey, it's free. <laughs> but, um, no and you can write us and tell us that at the spinner is lit at gmail. You got drama and dissension. You got, got, you got, got conversation. Yeah, right. You yeah. got Brian panting. If you're a listener and you want a shout out, email us at the spinner is lit at gmail.com. Five dollars. Yeah. Send a dollar, okay? I need, you know, candy. Look at your mom and dad's purse. Donate yeah. to our Patreon. We the don't have a Patreon, but we should. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm excited about it because, you know, I don't own a Ghostbusters currently, and I might, I might down the road. No. Um, <laughs> we, had, we had Eric She's for like, a couple of weeks. doesn't start with Oktoberfest. Right, yeah. I'm not breaking out. I come, home, I come home from work, or I get up in the morning, like Saturday morning, 
Rusty had already been playing the Ghostbusters because, you know, we only had it for a couple of weeks and she wanted to get lots of time on it. And it would just be kind of just a constant curse fest and her just coming and storming and just pissed as all get out. It's like, that game is just wicked. Get it out of the house. Oh, can't deal with the flipper gap. It wasn't even wicked. Get out of the house. Devil's Dare, that one's okay. Yeah. <laughs> Satan on the back was perfectly acceptable. Yes. Yeah, yes. Um, no, but I, I think it's great. I think you bring up a great point. You know, I, I mean, okay, let's, let's, and I'm not picking on Lyman. He does great work. But if you look at like Monster Bash, it's not a terribly deep game. But at that time, they weren't making terribly deep games. They were based for location. By price. the standards of like 1997, right. Monster Bash wasn't a deep game. Yeah. I mean, you know, but that wasn't what it was supposed to right. be. It's supposed to be a, a quick romp, you know, yeah. through through a pinball world of and a monster, it's worth, I of think a it's monster kind of rock band. But, but I love, uh, 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 to, to his credit, you know, uh, Dwight Sullivan, and I've seen interviews where he talked about he's a big board game fan, too. So he likes the, the games to have, like, a board game-like progression. And I think that's a really interesting take on it, and I like his work. Um, that, I, that, what you just said, yeah, board game progression would explain the original code Ghostbusters. You get pissed off, you want to flip your Ghostbusters and leave. Exactly. <laughs> well, ah! that, that, yeah, there is that. Um, and apparently, if you do prefer the original style of like the way the ladders and stuff work, yeah, it can all be enabled in settings. Yeah. So okay. yeah. Yeah. So if you did like Ghostbusters before, you can basically have it be the same thing. And you could probably hybrid it up. Like the, the new code looks really, really good. And again, to me, again, it just it cements Dwight as one of the preeminent coders in pinball. I mean, I know there's a new generation coming up. And know? they're all doing really well. They're, they're doing all doing stuff. crazy things, you know. You know Iron Maiden, uh 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 uh, 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 uh Deadpool. Uh Anya. Tanya, uh, Tanya, 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 Tanya he, he apparently did a lot of the, the the work on this Ghostbusters one too. Like Dwight was more the idea man. Yeah, Tanya was, yeah, he was, was in the video and talking about it. Yeah, the, he was just a really, really. Uh, him and Mike Vinicor that we we met at this last Golden State. Golden State. They were just. They were great. They were great, and, they were and just good. they were good dudes. They, yeah, and just you know, absolute great ambassadors for pinball, and just really just down to earth, really neat guys. Interesting, fun to talk to. Uh, they were just really gracious with their time, and we had a great chance to talk to them at the dinner. Yeah, yeah, that was a lot of fun. <laughs> so right. Um. All right. Anything else on JJ? Uh, JJP on Ghostbusters New Code. Alex, you've been you've been strangely quiet on this. Yeah, I need to see it first. See it again. How dare you form an opinion without before even seeing it? Yeah. So this is America. You should have had an opinion four minutes before it was even announced. And, well, and, Billy, and Billy had been willing to go to a drunken rage and physically assault another person with a different opinion. That's America today, guys. Well, Jamie, bless you with your different opinion. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, we say this in jest, folks. Um, Jersey Jack Pinball. Uh, it's been said that they are going to be doing another run of the Ruby Red Wizard of Oz, the 75th anniversary Ruby Red Wizard of Oz limited Which edition. Makes sense because this is now the 80th anniversary. Thank you, Kendra, for pointing that out now and earlier because I hadn't thought of that. 80 years that film is. Uh, and it's coming out in 4K ooh, on DVD. Ooh, I'll be missing that. I'm not a huge Wizard of Oz fan. Sorry. Fuck off. Oh, wow. 
Best Get salty. It's get, look, <laughs> look, I don't hate the movie, but... I Everybody mean, loves The Wizard of Oz. Well, okay, come I'm on, Dan. It. Stop and think about it. He lives in Munchkin Land. That's true, I do. Okay. What is going on with The Wizard of Oz? It's uh, it's kind of this thing all throughout the pinball community oh, that this history. is a dude's game. And, and ladies like me, Kendra... And Michelle and, and you know and and uh, Roxy and and the girls. Uh, Let me guess, you guys can totally get behind a machine about a bunch of women fighting over shoes. Pretty much. Oh. oh. Yeah. From the top rope. Okay, this Wizard of Oz is something that a husband can get his pinball on, and a wife won't complain. Especially if it's a wife who's not really into pinball, but Wizard of Oz is exceptionally pretty. Yes, women base a lot on pretty. Uh, It's uh, fun to play. It's easy enough for anybody. The challenges uh, appeal very much to women with the the rainbow rainbow and the ding dong and the, the, oh man. Okay, I got, and this is just me, love the little sparkly red shoes. I love those are the little so, slippers. Those are so sweet. They are so sweet. The little sparkly flipper slippers. It's a flipper slipper. Okay. It's pretty. It's pretty to look at. It's fun to play. And it totally appeals to women. And especially women who are more my age, where their husbands uh, you know, and themselves are making more money and have no more chillings at home and more disposable cash. This is totally totally doable to a point, not eleven five point, but especially not when you're painting it yellow and removing a monkey. Yeah, the yeah. monkey's supposed to stay in the ruby red the edition. Got to stay. No, the that, monkey. That's part of the the monkey cannot be in the ruby red edition because the reason the monkey got removed is because Jersey Jack has changed their cabinet design. Unless they redid that mech. And then if you, and then if they put that mech back, and you were stupid enough to buy a yellow brick road edition, you have every permission to drive to New Jersey and kick Jack in the balls. <laughs> that would be fucking bullshit. What if the monkey's touching like the witch's butt? It's okay. It's it's Wizard of Oz. Yeah. Okay. Um, October Let me ask a question to the to, to the pinball players in the room. We all played Wizard of Oz when it came out, right? Yes. What what did we think of it? Sure. Crappy. It's big and stupid, right? Okay, so here we are, what, five years later, six years later, eight years later? It hasn't even aged well. Jersey Jack has done so much better stuff. Rusty brings up the perfect point. That game sells for one reason. It sells for the theme. It sells because Wizard of Oz is the ultimate family-friendly theme that everybody knows. Grandma knows, mom knows, dad knows, the kids know. But as a pinball machine, it is not the best. Oh, they should do a Dark Side of the Moon edition. They should totally do a Dark Side of the Moon edition. Jersey Jack, we're listening. Uh, just going to take pressure from Pink Floyd and a couple of tabs. And it'll be bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, man. Just include. Run the soundtrack. You know, by Wizard of Oz while you're playing it. I'm going to start selling plasma so you can buy a Wizard of Oz and... Put the laser projector on top uh, of it. uh, October 5th. Yeah, and just give us, you know, give us some some mild hallucinogens. 
And that's fucking good, man. Wow, we're getting salty tonight. Mild. We stopped. We got to play pinball. Um, I don't want you drooling on my shit. I I like the game. My my biggest concern is not you know with me because I don't own one. Um, if we had that disposable coin down the road, we might own one. Rusty loves the game. I like the game. Uh, I don't love it. Um, you know, I mean, I, I watch, like everybody else. I watched Wizard of Oz as a kid, but it, it never, you know, it's never resonated with me. Oh. Like Willy Wonka, that is one of my dream themes. I love that theme. And we're gonna, I'm just gonna throw this out because we're talking about new themes. Bless America! Somebody, please make a Weird Al, especially a UHF pinball. Oh, I, I will. I will start stealing car stereos to buy that game. Okay. Um, We've already talked about this. Before. It does not have to be UHF. I just need the. I just need the. There you go. I can't in case Seth needs an extra. So um, he's fine. Wouldn't he be able to go in from his brother? Yeah. He, well, yeah, yeah. We're gonna get Mickey to give up a kidney. He's fine. He's got one good kidney. <laughs> Mickey's probably got at least uh, six kidneys. Probably. <laughs> Um, that kid is an unstoppable eating machine. All you gotta do is just, you know, give him a little bit of like NyQuil, then see the motel, fill it up with ice. Like, here it works. <laughs> there you go. Hey, man, ice is expensive. And NyQuil, <laughs> well, well, especially at a seat motel, because those ice machines never work. Exactly. Well, okay, like, you know, like, you know, Chris and Michelle are good good friends and, and league and, and, you know, multiple time Jersey members. Jack owners. Yeah, and, and they have a Ruby Red 50th anniversary, or, yeah, 75th anniversary. And, uh, you know, I that mean, is Michelle's game. yeah, yeah. And she loves that game. Chris loves it too. Um, well, you know, we all love going there and playing it. It's beautiful. I mean, when you look over that game and you just, you go, wow, now that's a pinball machine. I'd still do that. You know, last time we were there playing it, I looked over the game, you know, just for a couple seconds, you know, before I hit the start button, I went, my God, this is a work of art. And then you flip it. It, it, it. You know, I like it. I mean, I don't, you know. I love getting the house spinning. That's a blast. Yeah. So That's all I want to do because it's a great playset. It's a playset. Like it. It's a pinball machine that they threw the kitchen sink into, and they needed to. But right? they. But they did the same thing. They threw the kitchen sink into pirates. We were talking before we started the show. Before you got here, Dan. And, and right, but let's Brian, be honest. I, right? God, pirates. pirates is fun. Pirates is freaking pirates, amazing. Like once you figure out the rule set, is actually really really good. The thing with pirates, you know, is that it has a lot of shit going on in it, but that shit makes sense. You know, Wizard of Oz, it just doesn't. Like, the stuff isn't in the right spots. And it's the difference between a game that is well-designed and a game that's a statement. Right. And, the, and Wizard of Oz, you're right, was a statement. Hey, we're going to build a better, fuller-featured game, and we're going to throw everything we can into it. So... And he brought up a good point about the monkey back too, because the, they redesigned the cabinet uh, for the the uh, Yelver Grote edition. That's why they couldn't fit the monkey into it. Well, because it went to the standard, right? The standard uh, JJP cabinet, not the standard size, but like they have a standard cabinet right. that they started using with right. uh, Hobbit, I think. Yeah, yeah, and then now the boards are in the head instead of down underneath the play field and like that. So I'm not sure, but from just the, the little bit I've heard, that uh, it's going to have the monkey in it. So uh, Incidentally, real quick, because Brian got to experience this firsthand, how great is the head on a JJP game? With the way that the screen oh, swings out. Oh, I was like, yeah, that's fucking genius. genius. It's great. Uh, I love how the screen's on that swing arm. But if it's not put in properly at the factory, like blanks, and the screen's <laughs> not level, it sucks. 
Now we've talked and discussed about making brackets to hold it up and stuff like that, and I could probably engineer something, but it is definitely robust. Like that thing is heavy duty. Dude, it has like a wall mount for like a 42 inch TV. Oh, wow. So when you pull, when you open the back box, you pull off the glass and you can pull the screen out and swivel it out of the way. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, man. it's great. It's oh, wow. Really I've never seen one opened up. So I hadn't until I went and worked on blanks because I don't know if you want to keep talking, but okay. I worked on his. It was my first experience ever with any Jersey Jack product. You know, I want you to install this mod. Great. No problem. I had to actually find a manual to learn how to like release the screen and everything because I couldn't figure it out. But it's robust. You know, it's not sitting. It's not like the old ones where it hinges and comes down and lays down on your glass. Right. It swings out of the way. And it's which is well just, made. Oh, yeah. That thing could hold a much larger screen than what it does. That's um, good. The That's issue with this particular person is that mount was not put in level. Ah. So his screen, I got it fixed a little bit, but it's not. It, there's gaps around the actual window in the glass. Which I fixed. He's happier with how it looks now than what it did. But again, if you're spending that kind of money, this seems like something that they should have better quality control over. Uh, this particular individual had a ton of problems with his. And was this a Waz or this is his pirate? This is pirates. Okay. Uh, he had a ton of problems, just like a lot of people have. Yeah. And of course, on the flip side, other people have bought them and threw up to the box and put the snot out. I don't think Chris and Michelle have had a single issue with their pirates. So I'm looking right now on the re-release of the Ruby Retro Walk. Yeah. The re-release will include the mechanical wings monkey. Okay. What so, do they have a price? So fuck you, Yellow Brick Road owners. <laughs> All four of you. Not that I'm seeing at the moment. Okay. <laughs> so I wonder what the price point is going to be now. Higher. Higher, uh, yeah. They, they probably have it. Yeah. Put it out yet. Supposed to be those are supposed to be hitting the line in a week or so. You so. can't go higher than it was. Well, it says Brian's been talking about repairs and maintenance. Um, uh, but you know why they're doing this, right? Because mm -hmm. they're going to stop making Wonkas <laughs> until they figure out the play field clear code. That's been speculated. You money. That yeah. That's why they're doing it. Because they're like, hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, we got 500 playfields for uh, Wizard of Oz that we know we're good. Uh, let's go ahead and just slow down on this uh, broken uh, Willy Wonka train and put some nice, reliable. We've worked all the kinks out. We put the monkey back, maybe even the old cabinet. Who knows? Wizard <laughs> of Oz. You know, just in time right for now. the 80th anniversary. Just in time for the 75th, 80th anniversary. We don't care. Get out. You well, you know what? If they're doing you, that, good day, sir. Yeah, look, you know they're going to be able to sell them because you know they're going to have orders for them. They, oh, yeah. you know, yeah. Jack, yeah. Jack and team are not. You know, they're smart guys. They're good guys, and they're going to make it right. Just like we talked earlier, all the companies, man, they're good people. I mean, they're good people, and they're going to make it right. It might take a while, but they'll get it. Um, but let's talk about, well, first of all, I'm going to do our little commercial real quick. Um, if you're in the Northern California, Sacramento, Bay Area, north of Sacramento, and you need uh, repair work done on your pinball machine, uh, uh, electromechanical or solid state, yeah. okay, uh, the oldest to the newest and everything in between, um, or you want just got a game you want to get a good, nice, clean shop job on, and some minor tweaks. Uh, can I use your full name? 
Sure. Okay. Uh, we have sense. before. We have before, right? We have, haven't we? It's buying cast. Lots of us around. And and how do they want, how do you want them to reach you, man? Email. 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 Yeah, let's do the email. Dot I was about to say something really off the top. <laughs> okay, okay. Email. Just, email. Just, okay, look. Just, okay. E- email me at thespinnerislit at gmail.com, and then uh, I'll shoot it over to Brian, and he'll get a hold of you. He does fantastic work. Everybody in this room will vouch for him. Many other local uh, Sacramento Bay Area pinball people will vouch for him. He's a longtime member of the community in the Sacramento Bay Area. Um, been a and member. he's a gentle and thorough lover. And he's a righteous dude. He's a righteous dude. Um, he does fantastic work. What are you working on lately? I know what you're working on, but um, tell, the, tell the listeners. Um, buttoning up a next-gen for a friend of ours, Henry. Yeah. Uh, that was just a basic shop job. Uh, rebuild the 5-volt, normal 20-year-old game stuff. Uh, one thing I have noticed, uh, I've done... All of mine uh, did one on Dan's. Is it the? And it seems like it gets overlooked. Everyone knows about the big caps got replaced and they explode and blow their guts all over the place and ruin your board. But everyone seems like they're ignoring the small caps like the twelve volts and stuff like that. Uh, Dan got a very nice Star Trek from Mister Hosier, and it was having issues. And you know we researched it semi independently, semi at the same time. We both reached a conclusion. It was independent small. minds came to the same conclusion. And yeah, it was. Uh, we looked at it, and that twelve volt, what C five or C two cap, whatever number C, it was. Yeah, C two, and then it took out Q two. Yeah, it, it took out his voltage regulator. It took out all the traces. Uh, it took a little bit of jumpering, but it came out great. It, it was like a little hand grenade in there, wasn't it? You, you know what? It was like a stealth death mine. Like you would, you you would look at it. And if you didn't look deep, you didn't even see the band. And but it was there. After doing that, and I realized, you know, I had to do the two caps on my bi-directional boards on Whitewater and Doctor Who. Same reason, cap blew up and took out traces. Um, doing another one, uh, I'm gonna do it. We're actually just replace the boards. It went so badly uh, on another friend's Whitewater, where his bi-directional cap went out. This is all boring tech. I'm gonna put everyone to sleep. I see, but it's just. One of those things, if you have boards with those small caps that haven't been done, uh, take a look at them. Especially, you know, if it looks like it's an original cap, think about having it replaced because they're, they are and literally... more, think about having Brian replace it for you. They are literally ticking time bombs where, you know, we're talking 25-year-old caps that are 10 years past their prime. And when they go, they will, they'll take out your board. And it's if it's really bad, you're going to replace the board. If you're lucky, you're talking a $2 cap. If you're unlucky, you know, like a bi-directional board, 70 bucks. Right. And here's a straight testimonial. I have, in the past, thought it was a good idea to do my own board work. Board work is hard. Not impossible. I believe that people can do board work. I took the board to Brian after I mangled it doing my board work. Brian repaired the board. Now, not every board is fixable. But it's a lot easier to fix if you don't mangle it first. So if you're having trouble with your pinball machine, get it to an expert. This man's an expert. You gonna call. I, I, I've seen your work. It's beautiful work. You're meticulous. You do great work. And you also do cabinets. Uh, I don't well, do you do, you do I can airbrush. You can I can airbrush. Add colors back in. Yeah. Um, I got working on Henry's really well, and then due to we have a cabinet situations, guy. I have didn't finish we have a couple. Yeah. Well, yeah, but one of them actually does cabinets for people. The other one doesn't. I do cheap, cheap <laughs> alternatives. So if you have a faded, we love cabinet, him. 
Hey, but you don't want to spend a grand to redo the cabinet or whatever. I can He's add. Done a couple. I can add color back in. You did a beautiful job on uh, Henry's You're Doctor right. Who. That came out really nice. Um, it really cemented my idea that I hate working on Doctor Who's, but I will do them. Um, yeah, that's that by far my least favorite game I've ever shot. Yeah, you were you were it, well, that was a great story with the uh, with redoing the uh, the toy the the. Uh, yeah, the, the mini elevator. That's mini elevator. What what is that thing called? The uh, mini playfield. Mini playfield. Well, the mini playfield. Time, time expander. Thank you. After, mini playfield. After dealing with mine, which was easy, and then dealing with Henry's, which was the exact opposite. That's my least favorite thing to work on in any game I've ever done. Like everyone. He's doing me. a Doctor Who mod for me right now. I am. <laughs> uh, but you know, that's after, right. After doing like Henry's Star Trek a couple of times, that's not the worst game to work on. Doctor Who is my absolute least favorite. I'll do it, but it's not my favorite. It's only because you've done so many of them. That's true. But yeah, I can do it. Um, hit me up and see what we can work out. And if, the thing is, if I can't touch it, like it's an EM that's beyond my knowledge, I know people I can reach out to who are EM guys. Izzy. Izzy, Izzy yeah. yeah. Izzy fixes those in his sleep, I'm pretty sure. I need to call Izzy. i gotta, I got to get into Surf Champ. And just, I'm sure it's really simple, but you know, just the the player wants to score a real stick in, and you know. and heck, if people want to learn how to do board work, I can to do. Then they're cleaning. I got to do it. I need to do it. I need to. I need to do it. Then I had need. I'm sending my devil's dare to Brian eventually, and uh, just get it done. And then, uh, and then you and me got to dig into that that. Uh, Gun game and figure out exactly. That was, that was should be easy. Yeah, figure what out gun what game? the hell it is. Oh, I got uh, for free. For free, As soon as we're done, we're really? almost done here. Well, okay, it's a police trainer. It's, okay, it's <laughs> not pinball. It's, 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 it's an area fifty-one. Yeah, no, it's yeah. it's it's in a uh, uh, NBA Jam cab with a police trainer marquee with the bezel from an Area fifty-one. It's playing blind. And it sounds like it's playing Area fifty-one. Right on. So, yeah. and I got it free. And the cab's solid. Um, yeah, since we're done here, we'll go crack it open. Yeah, because I can't get him to buy me a House of the Dead. House of the Dead, too. So. That is such a fun game. Isn't it? I love the version on the Wii because the voice acting is so awful. I don't want to die. Ah. Uh, like somebody, my <laughs> God. But I absolutely, I love those games. Those things were just, they weren't even quarter eaters. They were like, your hourly wage eater. <laughs> Jurassic Park. We're sitting there. We, we go. Well, we go to the drive-in, which we try to do quite often during the summer. So we we bring we bring five dollars and end up you know throwing you know two of the two tokens at each Those kid. Are my friends games, and then yeah. we start putting our tokens into yeah. Jurassic Park, and we're shooting away. And you know, of course, I my time goes up quick because I always get killed first. And more tokens. Shoot away, more tokens. Shoot away. So right now, that's uh, that's my favorite. My my eldest son, he loves the Terminator one. Yeah. Or if you play the but new Walking Dead one, one, they have it at the bowling alley over on Watt. Um, no pinballs, but uh, that Walking Dead game. I watched Malcolm play. He's bowling. He's in a bowling league on Saturdays, and uh, it looks really cool. I haven't been to that bowling alley forever, and I miss bowling. Like going to bowling alleys is difficult for. I miss bowling so much. Yeah. It was part one, right? If you ever want to see something really disgusting, go to the arcade with Alex, hand him a couple quarters, and watch him play House of the Dead. Completely. 
Off uh, 50 cents. Off uh, 50 cents. Damn. Twice. Damn, dude. It was gnarly. So it's not I just pinball like, that you're a killing machine on. Turns out he's a gun game god. <laughs> wow. The god of the gun. The god, the of, god the of the gun. gun games. Uh, I'm going to end the show on that note. Anybody have any shout outs and thank yous? Oh, no, I can't. Hold on. We haven't gotten, we have one more topic and we're two hours. There was and seven nothing minutes. we could do. <laughs> uh, the spinner is lit longer than being <laughs> Right. Yeah. yeah. And, but more interesting. But it's, more, it's better. Oh, God. It, it, oh, it. God. It too. It part two is just not. And I like the first part. Anyway. Uh, uh, kiss me, fat boy. Because uh, <laughs> the kiss, the, not the kiss, the kids part of it is always better than the adults. Always. Yeah. Um, Suncoast Pinball. Okay, is filed for Chapter Eleven protection uh, bankruptcy. It's actually Suncoast Arcades or something like they yeah. do arcade games too. Um, I'm not getting a lot more information, but to be honest, man, I have a real day job and a family and everything else, so I didn't research it thoroughly. But they just released their first game what two months ago, Cosmic Carnival. Cosmic Carnival with amazing art. It looks really cool. It does from Dirty Donnie, and uh, it's beautiful art. Looks like the game might be fun to shoot. I've heard mixed reviews, but you know that's why I'm not spending a lot of time on pin side these days um, because it's just uh, you know opinions are very strong and passionate. We'll say that. Um, but every cool person I met in pinball, pretty much, I met on pin side. It's so cool and weird. Or just about not me, not you, but not me either. Not you, no, not me. We, yeah, what. Uh, meet me there. It was funny too because I talked with Brian <laughs> for years, for years on Pinside, and yeah, no, but we didn't meet on on texting, and uh, but it was you years met me we on the corner over there by <laughs> what business lady don't want that's twenty five respect, right? And he got ten dollars back. <laughs> you, know, you know, rules of the road. So you know, uh, don't be so suburban, <laughs> right? But, yeah, I, I, you know, so we don't really know what's going on. I wish him the best of luck because I like to see every pinball company make a great product and succeed. But uh, the competition is stiff out there. Um, you know, I mean, you got Stern, Jersey Jack, American, putting out some really neat titles. You've got, um, you know, uh, Chicago Gaming Company um, putting out uh, some, you know, great reproduction games. Um, you've got Spooky. Up at every game, they up the ante, and they're up at it heavy. I mean, Alice Cooper's a masterpiece. That game is amazing. Yeah, and I can't wait to see what they do next. I mean, it's Scott Denise's second game, and, you know, will lighten strike twice. Um, anyway, I, I think, man, because I'm just, like, spinning here, because it's been a long, long day. And he's had two shasters. Two shasters, yeah. yeah, and a beer. So, um, and a lot of taquitos. So. And no scotch this episode. No scotch. I had a beer. So um, we're going to round it out. I got, I'll start. I got uh, a couple, three. I got a couple, three shouts. Uh, good old uh, work buddy and fellow Navy veteran Bob Coverman and his lovely family now living down in the Phoenix, Arizona area. Shout out to you, Bob. It's great talking to you again this morning. Um, happy birthday to Joseph Mudloth or Joe Mudloth, my old Navy buddy and brother. Uh, Mudbone. Uh, we talked on his birthday, which unfortunately for him is September 11th. Um, happy birthday, brother. I'm missing. I love you. And, and you stay frosty. And um, I got a call from my office yesterday 
a survivor of the campfire in Paradise, California, if you follow the news, and one of my old customers, who I haven't seen in the years because I'd moved from the Chico Paradise offices uh, down here in Sacramento eight years ago, nearly eight years ago. He reached out to me. He's living in Texas now with him and his wife, and uh, they have family in that area. And uh, in uh, uh, Jackson, uh, is it Jackson? No, not Jackson. I'm sorry. Um, what am I? <laughs> Jamestown, Jamestown, Texas. Um, well, Jackson, Jamestown, they're small towns in the mountains of Gold Look, Rush. We've been talking about Jackson yeah. ever since the fire went out. Right. So, Jamestown. But uh, uh, so did Jay Shepard and his lovely wife. Um, highly hope. Good to hear from you, man. It was really nice to hear from you. I'm glad you're safe and doing well and rebuilding after the fire. Uh, so, that's what I got tonight. That's what we got. Anybody else got some shout outs and thank yous? I have a massive shout out to my mom, A, for coming and playing in a tournament and taking fourth place, and B, for staying long enough for me to have surgery. Yeah, and taking care of you. Bless her heart. Your mom's awesome. and glad she's back home in Panama safe with the monkeys. Yeah. Panama. Right? Dun, that's about dun, all I know dun, that song. Yeah, and the monkeys. Best, the best rock and roll song ever written. And, yeah. and lots of monkeys. And, and it's written about a car. Yeah, no, that's awesome. That's awesome. Your mom was really, uh, really, really great for her to come out and be with you. So, Alex, who's nodded off twice tonight, you going to be okay to get home, bud? Oh, absolutely. He's so tired. We're all tired. He's yeah, got a new man. car, man. He's got a new car. <laughs> Shout outs and thank you, sir. We're at two hours and 12 minutes. You'd like to thank Hyundai? <laughs> yep, I like to thank Hyundai. Uh, and Geico. Thank you, Geico, and, too. And thank Glad you for bringing pizza tonight, sir. That was You're awesome. Welcome. So, Alex loves pizza. Yeah. Alex loves pizza. Alex does love pizza. Alex loves pizza. And Dan loves taco. And taco, yes. We, we love Alex. Brian. I'm good. Shout out to everybody out there who listens. Send us some hate mail. We like it. And please. Shout out to everybody who sends uh, Brian some, some paid work. That doesn't count me. Uh, and so. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. Good point, Dan. Thank you. Yeah. Brian's ready to go, man. So if you're in the Northern California area, north of Sacramento, Sacramento regional area, Vacaville, you know, the Bay Area, Stockton, Modesto, yeah, whatever, area. man. Um, get a hold of Brian. Cause, uh, and you can reach him through me, spinnerislit at gmail.com. Shout out to Mark Scoff, who reached out. out, wanted to be on the show I, today. I know. And, and, but yeah. we don't have the technology quite figured out yet. I, I, and it was enough of a train wreck getting started. Yeah. Uh, the whole Reno crew is doing some exciting stuff. They'll be streaming Wonka next Wednesday or Thursday, I believe. So, uh, so check them out. If uh, you want to see the hottest, newest games being played by the hottest, coolest guys. Well, I don't know how hot they are. They're not too bad. Yeah. Uh, I also want to throw a shout out, I don't know if he listens, but to Mike Huntsman, I got to check out his biggest little arcade up there last week. What a cool facility. The craziest games and yeah, a bunch of super engaged, super cool people who play them. Uh, super informal uh, atmosphere there. So much fun. They play a ton of Royal Rumble, like someone's playing Royal Rumble every single minute. I think I was there and every time Hacksaw came up and did the, oh, if you didn't say ho, he'd kick you the fuck out. So let's be I honest, missed man. that game. I wish I still what it. an environment to play pinball in. Super fun, great competition, and uh, he's got a lot of big plans up there. So if you're in the Reno area, I mean, you undoubtedly know Mike Huntsman. Look him up. And if you don't, uh, introduce yourself and tell him thank you because he does a huge amount of great things for the pinball community. It's terrific. Uh, not just in Reno, but at, at the shows and everywhere else. So 
Um, that's awesome. Thank you, Dan. That was that was great. Rusty? Uh, not a whole lot. Now, if you have any questions or any topics you'd like us to cover, um, okay, there, there are real smart people here. I am not necessarily one of them. But if there's anything you want, uh, questions you want to ask, topics you want to hear, games that you're interested in and wondering what our take on, is on it, then go ahead and email us at thespinnerislit at gmail.com. Uh, you can also find us on Facebook somewhere. Hey, are you Instagramming yet, dude? You need to Instagram. I do, but I hardly ever do it. you got to get on the Insta, the Insta. of the gram. Uh-uh. you got to explore the space. So, and find us on Instagram <laughs> at also at the Spinners. Let's that was listen. great. Uh, some, yeah, or something me. like that. So. Something close. Find something pinball-y. I, I don't. I actually just put it on my page, so I'll start a Spinner's Lit page. There so, you go. All right. So we'll start a Spinner's Lit page. Find us on Facebook. Again, email us. Email us. I can speak to English here today. Us email. At, us email at G, our Spinner is lit at gmail.com. And that's our show tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for listening. And uh, let's take it out, boys and girls. What do we tell the nice folks at home and on the road? Play pinball. Keep America strong.